I don't know when when you I didn't know when you were gonna start. Oh goddamn, he needed a hello. He got me. All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sofa Chronicles once again. Thank you all for being here again. <sighs> you got me. You bamboozled me. You- I, I was saying I even waited because I thought about <laughs> doing it while you're drinking your coffee. You gave me the old razzle dazzle. Hootie hoo for the Lord. Mm. Here we are again. My name is Josh, and I'm once again joined by the beautiful Jacob Giles. Hello. He got me. He got I me did. good. See, I've been feeling chaotic neutral for quite a while now, and it, it, I'm enjoying this. Whatever makes you happy, brother, I'm going to support it, as long as it's not something recklessly illegal. Mm, no. I mean, I'll I'll try to tip the scales one way or the other, but I'm pretty neutral on how everything goes down. I'm just existing. I'm kind of rolling with it. Whatever happens, happens. That's kind of, that's like a lawful neutral, I think. Oh, well, I'm potato. We got a guest. Yeah. He's here. We do. He's big. He's in, large, in charge. In, he is in the studio. He is. I'm also kind of jealous, jealous of his hat. What's his hat? Oh, little little clover there. Hmm? Little, clover. If I remember correctly, there's a, uh, it's a brand for a, um, a rap company is part of their branding. It's Black Clover. Rap is in like Wiki Check One Two. Yeah, that's serious. Yeah, like never mind. Hmm. Like like W R A P or R A P R A P. Really? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. There's also he's gonna be my nerd. Uh, there's also an anime called Black Clover, if I remember correctly. Uh, mm-hmm. That could possibly be it. Not 100%. Uh, what's, what does it say on the side of your hat? I don't know. Live something. Live lucky. Live lucky. Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think it's either one of those. That just might just be the black clover clothing. Well, our guest today is, um, is putting off very Jax Teller vibes. You know, with the hoodie and the jeans and the, the white tennis shoes, he's really... Dude, them white shoes are fresh. Them, rice, them, them white shoes Them rice is, shoes? And them, the rice shoes. Them white shoes are hopping. You call them rice shoes. Uh, words are hard. No one's ever accused me of being smart. I am potato. Anyway, we uh, we have another up-and-coming strong man on the, on the sofa today, sir. He uh, He's doing the damn thing. He's he's a heavyweight athlete. Uh, he has competed many places. I'm very sorry that I don't know where uh, where you have fallen in standings of things. I feel like you've done pretty well. Uh, he is also Andrew Lewis's gym husband, which you know Drew we had in here last week for our one year anniversary. Longest show ever, four and a half hours. Beat uh, Miss Allie Taylor by what did you say? Fifty eight seconds. Uh, it's less than that. I'd have to look it up. Hmm. Yeah, it's, anyway. not, it's not by much, so. <clears throat> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, our guest today is none other than Mr. Lewis Nelson. How are you, sir? Man, I'm I'm good. Just uh, doing the damn thing. Doing got, the damn got, thing. Got my got my ass kicked yesterday in the gym, and uh, you know had a had a rough one. But Slater gave me some thumbs up on some some videos I sent him, so I feel like everything's okay. Yeah, very good. I am ready to get my ass kicked in the gym again. It was 58 seconds, by the way. Isn't that what I said? I think so, yeah. Isn't that what you said that I said that you said? Sure. Good. Bonnie's over there in utter disapproval because she's in her, her kennel, but you know, she's 
She's still squirrely. She doesn't have a spine yet, so she's a little uh, flinky dog. She's, and she's chewing she's on her foot. Upset. I wonder if that's her protesting by chewing on her foot like that. I think it is. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. You know, another <laughs> thing she does protest a lot. Mm. She sheds a lot. She shed. Oh God, she sheds so much, so much. As a fellow owner of a black lab, I can agree. They shed a lot. Yeah. Like to the point where I can see her black fur on my black sheets. On my that's, bed. That's pretty bad. That's mine, pretty bad. Mine's that's not honestly that bad. impressive. My, yeah. That, but well, yeah, impressive. But the same way, I, mine's not that bad. You see the all the fur around her kennel? I clean that up like every three days. I, that I swept it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I, I swear I sweep that every three days over there. The way she stopped chewing to listen to you say that makes me disbelieve that to the <laughs> T. No, almost like I don't care what she says. <laughs> I'm telling you, she literally stopped what she was doing when you said that and kind of gave you a side eye. So I don't think that's true. Are you going to believe me or someone that chews on her foot in protest? As a guy who owns a black lab as well, I mean, my he has kinda, a solid point here. I mean, no, yes, no, yeah, yes, yeah. This, this is horse shit. No, <laughs> I don't care. Right I, now, too, <laughs> I too have a female black lab. So you know what? Fuck the shoes. I'm taking it back. No white shoes. Fuck them shoes. I'm going to say right now is a three v one, and you're losing terribly. Yes. Who's the third? Who do you think? No. Yes. She doesn't get a vote. Sure she does. She's not old enough yet. She's not a year old yet. And? In dog gears, she can buy a beer already. Yeah. No, she can't. She's not even one human year old yet. Doesn't matter. We used to buy things under the table. That's not the point. Exactly. I could drop the name of who fucked that up at, at the daybreak for us, but I won't do that. <clears throat> But if you're listening, you know who you are. Indeed. I lost my whole train of thought, sir. Help me. Words. The thing. <sighs> we have a very handsome fella here with the shoes that you're trying to shit on because we're 3v1ing you with your dog included. You know, I really can't hate those shoes. You can't hate the shoes. I can't Plus, hate those they're shoes. They're so damn light. It's unreal. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know... I feel like saying that shoes are light is a kind of a double entendre for guys our size that have shoes that big. Cause it, it, it's hard to make a 13 wide or a 14 wide, depending on what shoe I buy. It's hard to make those light as a, as a size 14. Yeah. They, it, it, surprisingly they're light. Yeah. So well, pretty happy. Good. And for an Amazon special at $27, I'll take it. All right. Yeah. We'll do that. Definitely. <laughs> Very mucho. Uh, curiosity though, what's your brand of choice? You're gonna you're gonna think I'm crazy here, but back in the day, I used to love K Swiss. They were good back in the day. I you know how much K Swiss I used to have? I used to have a crap ton of K Swiss. Yeah. Now it's a it's an Under Armour or whatever's cheap that I can throw on and can walk around in the yard because eventually they're gonna find themselves dirty as shit in the yard. They yeah. Are. So I used to have. A bugle boy jacket. Weren't you special? I was. I didn't buy it. It was a hand-me-down, but I felt like I was the shit. I never had a members-only jacket, though. I was I was made painfully aware that I was not a member. <laughs> I uh I had my first members-only jacket come from Goodwill, and I was I thought I was the coolest thing ever. Oh yeah. I mean, I was like. <laughs> I paid full price for this. That's you right. just don't know what the full price was. Exactly. But that's right. I paid full price for it. Yeah, the, the, I think the Bugle Boy jacket was a hand-me-down from one of my cousins. <clears throat> they mm. got it like at Bugle Boy price. But 
I put it on with all of even with all the stains that it had on it and the matted down. It was so old when I and it was the nineties when I got it. It was so old, but oh god, I thought I was oh man, I was president for life when I got that thing. I was there was there was you couldn't tell me shit. <clears throat> you just so, thought you were cool, Lincoln. I, hell yeah, I just. I just didn't ask other people's opinions because I knew their opinion was the truth that it was not cool. No, not never, at all. It never was. It never was. I was say the the coolest thing I think I had was when Reebok finally got big back in the '90s, and then the uh, the starter jackets, the old light starter windbreakers for Alabama and all that. Oh yeah, I had yeah. one of those too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had that, and then uh, the only downside I have with Reeboks, like Reeboks, Nikes, and Adidas is back in the '90s and 2000. I could just rip a pair in half in like three months. And oh, New yeah. Balance came out, and New Balance has forever and always been a shoe that I will always wear. New Balance, I I remember when New Balance, because they were the first size 14 that was comfortable. And I was like, I can rock this shit all day long. Mm-hmm. And I will continue to support them and grab their shoes when I can, because they hold up better. They do. Yeah. And then on top of that, they still have some of their original styles that still holds up to today. And it's just... Fantastic! You can go buy a shoe from the '90s or 2000s of New Balance, and then put them up with a guy today, and you're like, these still look great. Yeah, it's almost like uh, the way Nike rebrands their Jordan brands. It's like, hey, this style looks the same. Yeah, the newer ones are crap. You're not going to hold up. You know, still surprises me that Brian Shaw can fit into a pair of Jordans and they I actually feel like hold he up. He has for him. his custom. Made. Oh no, th- those oh, are yeah, definitely custom for Brian Shaw. I mean, what size shoe does he wear? Uh, yeah, I don't even know. Probably like a 17, if I had to guess, 17 or 18. Yeah, He's 6'8". For, sure. for sure. I mean, Shaq is 7 foot. He wears like a 22, 23. That's a black foot compared to a white foot. That's, that doesn't whoa, mean shit. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean anything. No? No. 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 Absolutely no. not. Absolutely okay. not. Real William Cowan, when we were in high school, he was wearing like 18s when yeah. he was 18. So that so doesn't that mean anything. A, that was a stereotype that that I was pushed that was pushed on me in my youth. I mean, I've got bigger, I've got bigger feet than some black people. I mean, I do too. I got some duck ass feet though. My feet are full yeah, out. Yeah, I'll say I got twelves. I know you wear thirteens, fourteen, fourteens. Yeah, yeah. It depends yourself? on well, it depends on the shoe of whether I can get thirteens if I got to get fourteens because sometimes the thirteen wides aren't wide enough. Nike cuts their short, in my opinion. Big time. I wear twelves and everything else except for Nikes. Nikes, I have to get a thirteen. Mm-hmm. I remember <clears throat> in high school, I bought the Walmart Chuck Taylors, my tops. Nice. Because I couldn't find Converse that fit my feet. Couldn't find them. Because I had that foot in the 10th grade. I have fat ankles, too, so sometimes those high tops do not fit well. Hmm? Hmm? Go ahead, sir. Go ahead, sir. You have great ankles. I know. <laughs> Very defined ankles. I sure do. Very bony. Yeah. Very tiny. A lot of structure there. Yep. You can see a lot of it. Yeah. Especially since I've lost so much weight. He's not a fan of me talking about his ankles. A little offensive over the ankles there? No. No, 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 no. Because this bitch, (laughs) while we're recording the podcast, said I had cankles. Like, said said cankles. And it's out there forever now. Because we don't edit it's out there forever. Yeah, somebody so, somebody always remember listening to that episode going, he's got he's got cankles. Yeah, what if that's the only episode they ever listened to? They'll know you as the guy who's got cankles. I no, mean, at least I, you'll be remembered by something. But I want to be remembered by my cankles because I don't have them. Like when I came walking back in here 
<clears throat> our guest that was sitting right there. I believe it was Allie Taylor, as a matter of fact. Probably. And I stopped her. And I was like, hey, I don't mean to interrupt you, but bam! And I you know, stood up on my, my toes. I was like, look at those not cankles. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What if that's the only episode they ever listened to? And you fucked up my reputation. <laughs> Just like I did with the stereotype about black feet. You did go straight with that stereotype. And, you didn't hold back. No. Sorry. I, I'm just being real. That was the stereotype. And that was not in any way supposed to be offensive. Because I grew up in a generation that idolized black people because those days were few and far between where the white guy was playing. In the 90s? Yeah. There was a shit ton of white guys playing. Not on the Chicago Bulls, there wasn't. Well, you you can't compare any team to the Chicago Bulls. Let's first off get that. 90s yeah. Chicago Bulls. Yeah. Well, you compare, but there were other people in the league that happened to Pretty be white. Pretty sure on the Bulls, <laughs> they're, they're, out of the five starters, it was three black guys and two white guys. I don't know. Yeah, I'm remember. pretty. I dude, probably uh, the head no. coach of the Golden State Warriors was on the team with Jordan, who's yeah. a white guy, who also happened to win a game for them in a clutch game. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everybody was like, guard Jordan, and Jordan's like, nah, fuck you guys. We're yeah. gonna give the ball to Kerr, and Kerr drained it. Yeah. And won in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I love how people argue that Michael Jackson or Michael Jackson. <laughs> so, are we talking? Are we talking yes. about? Are we talking about black Michael or white Michael? Either or. Okay. Young, young Michael, Michael Jordan. I love how people like to argue that he's not the greatest basketball player ever. I mean, the way that people's been presenting it lately, there's some solid arguments. Eh, I just don't like LeBron. I've never liked it's LeBron. Not LeBron though. Well, who is it then? Uh, I think it's Bill Chambers. Really? He has 11, nas- uh, 11 championships. Okay. Yeah, That's five I, more I, than it always throws me in con- it, it, it always throws me in confusion why he's not ever really... Nobody ever really thinks to consider him. It's like, he's got more rings than he does fingers. Well, I just did that. I, I literally just did the same thing. So, so the, the basis of that <clears throat> is they want to talk about the difference of the game and the errors. Two, the, the fact that the era that Jordan played in was probably hands down the most physical of all of them. Very much so. And then another thing that people bring up is that even though Jordan has won all of his finals he's been in, he still lost a few to get there. I think he I think he got swept in the first round two times. Then he made it to the second round and they lost out. And then after that, after the hump, they went on a six oh run when he played. But then you also have the fact that he does not have the most points. He doesn't have the most assists, doesn't have the most steals, stuff like that. But he has, he does have like the most accolades as in like, the, the, I think he's the only player to have offensive and defensive rookie of the year, um, defensive player of the year as a rookie. Um, Kobe did offensive and defensive player of the year too, didn't he? Yeah, but not as a rookie. Not as a rookie? No, he didn't get to play his first two seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so whenever I do Jordan, like Smith, I do like Kobe. Kobe I yeah, do like Kobe. I think Kobe's way better than LeBron by far. Oh, oh by any day. day, all day. And Shaquille my, O'Neal was better than LeBron in my opinion. Yeah, but that's a different style of play. Yeah, and I still think that last little bit of error where you had Shaq and Kobe and LeBron kind of came on the scene. That was a different era of basketball as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I still remember Big Diesel just 
bulldozing people down on that field. You know what I mean? <laughs> Without even struggling, and yeah. would, you know, he'd be all up in their face. Did you see that clip that came up on Instagram? Um, it's probably been on TikTok for a few weeks, but I, I watch TikTok videos on Instagram like an adult. Um, it was who was it? Was I know LeBron was talking about it, and I th- several people came on the video talking about it. Were in the Olympics, Kobe opened up by like fucking bulldozing through one of his. Teammates, oh, like one of his own was, teammates. So that was Kobe, what was that guy's name? It was Kobe, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Chris Wade. Boss. That's what it was. Um, mm-hmm. You had oh, who's the fourth guy? Um, I can't remember the guy's name was, that he plowed through. Paul Gasol. Yeah, that that was his teammate on the Lakers. Yeah, like he's and, opened up saying, "I'm fixing to run his ass over" or some whatever he said. He said, "I'm about to run <laughs> through his motherfucking chest." Yeah, because uh, so they started out with. Um, Kobe was saying, I know what the first play of the game is going to be. It's going to be a four-screen pass. Paul's going to be last. I'm going to run through his motherfucking chest. And everybody's just like, no, nah, that's your teammate. He, You ain't going to do that. Yeah, LeBron was like, nah, he ain't going to do that. Nah. And then you go back to LeBron, him talking about He's like, God damn. He did that. He mm-hmm. did that. <laughs> yep. You had, uh, you had Chris Boss go, ooh. ooh. And Wade, Wade was like, this motherfucker really did this. Yeah. 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 So No remorse. Yeah. I'm so, a fan of Kobe. Yeah, so I want to say that Mamba mentality. Mamba. I want to say when Shaq and Kobe was on the Lakers, that was the last of the physical era. That was the last of the true great basketball, in yeah. my opinion, all so, day. Yeah. Then we had the Michael Jordan on the Wizards era, and he still dominated. He still dominated. Still put on a hell of a performance. <laughs> he yes. still dominated. Yeah, but, like thirty eight, thirty nine, and forty. Like he was still dropping twenty five, thirty a game. Oh yeah, yeah. And people was just like, yeah, we're not going to look at that. It's like, you kind of should. You kind of have to. Because not only was he playing, he was kind of coaching and also was working on his way to being a owner mm-hmm. at that. Yeah. Like, he was doing a multitude <clears throat> of things. So Indeed. We went off target by quite a bit, I think. Though. Well, it was the shoes. It ha- I, I, I'll be cut no. It was because you and your black feet stereotypical... <laughs> <laughs> Assumptions You're just right. uh, kind of <laughs> sent us off in that direction. My bad. It did. It We're did. gonna get canceled for this one, and it's my fault. <laughs> I highly doubt there's enough people to listen to this. Is gonna give a shit. Oh, that's it's gonna come up in thirty years. That's right. I think we'll be dead by then. Really? Well, I'll be sixty-five ish. Yeah, I'll be sixty-three. Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe you'll be along the lines of like a promoter of a strongman competition and somebody's going to hear this clip back. Wow, that's a racist son of a gun right there. Yeah, but who well, knows Who knows what the climate will be by then? It's true. That's what I'm saying. It's true. Like, from the way the things are going now, no, nah, I'm good. I don't need to be here in 30 years. <laughs> it's hmm. pretty rough. Like, I'm, I'm content with making it to 50. That could be my cutoff. Eh, we'll see. We'll see what this year what this year does. You know, we got an election coming up again this year, which uh, I'm honestly not looking forward to. I'm wondering what kind of what kind of play they're going to release on humanity this year to try to. Oh, they already got get, it. Get the at home voting thing to try again. Yeah, yeah, yeah they already got it. Was oh, there another COVID strain out yet? Yeah, it's called COVID X or something along those lines. Okay, well, I'm 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 ass whipped by COVID. Y'all can kiss my ass. Plus, I seen that there was some kind of random old people killing disease that was going through the Ohio Northern Territories was attacking their lungs, but they're not calling it COVID. It was something else. So, what we calling it? Old age? Yeah, maybe. But that's the that's one of the new plays on it. Mm. Vote by mail. 
Well, I don't think that's going to happen twice. We can only hope not. I can imagine that there's going to be an uprising of some kind if that happens again. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. down here. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a shit show for sure. It's going to be a shit show. Oh, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I was at a uh, conference the other night with Tommy Tuberville, and uh, mm. first things out of his mouth were, if you think it's bad from what you see on TV, just know it's ten times worse. That's good news. I said, well, that's promising. <clears throat> he said, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, for the next eight months, hold on to your chairs. Don't be surprised if something comes out every month. This is why I don't follow the news. Yeah, I mean, because he, he pointed out a pretty interesting thing. He said, hell, they told y'all aliens exist and nobody did anything. So, <laughs> Yeah. I think when that happened there, everybody was just like, yeah, we knew that shit. Yeah, well, shocker. Tell us something else that's new. Well, yeah. apparently, and uh, I was talking to our number one fan the other day who believes in fucking Bigfoot. And apparently there's new, dun, 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 new Bigfoot footage out there now. I, I really didn't know people were still trying to find Bigfoot. Well, that's a real point. thing. There oh, ain't yeah, no man. goddamn Bigfoot, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here first. There is no fucking Bigfoot. It ain't happening. Not here. There ain't no, there ain't no damn Yeti. There ain't no damn Skunk Ape. It's not fucking real. There is no Bigfoot. What size shoe do you think he'd wear? 40. And he's real if you're taking a guess like that. Well, it's just a guess because we'll never know because he's not fucking real. Well, you know... Bigfoot is like nine foot tall, ten foot tall at best. I mean, yeah. so he's he's Yao Ming height. So I'm I'm gonna say like a, at least a twenty eight to thirty. Yeah, Yao Ming was seven three, I think. Yeah, no, Yao Ming was taller than that because Shaq is what seven one seven uh, seven one, and then Yao Ming only stood a couple inches taller than him. No, he's taller than that. Yao Ming's tall. I thought yeah, I thought Shaq had to literally had to physically look up to Yao Ming. <clears throat> He might have been seven, like seven six. Well, either way, there's no fucking Bigfoot. <clears throat> there's too many people in the woods every year for hunting for hunting season. There's too many poachers out there that are there all year long. He has a forever ghillie suit, dude. No, no, no. There is no. He Bigfoot. has a forever ghillie suit. The first time I ever saw one of those shows of finding Bigfoot, and there was a guy talking about like, it sounds like there's a squatch here, and there's you hear some fucking idiot that they probably paid a hundred dollars off the street to stand up in the woods and go like. Making some fucking retard damn noise talking about there's a squatch in these woods. And then they wake up the next morning and see all kinds of broken sticks and shit. They know fucking Bigfoot. They ain't, there's no Bigfoot. Y'all want to make fun of me because I believe in Megalodon? Fine. But we know more about outer space than we do the ocean. So there's that. But there's no Bigfoot. There is no Bigfoot. Or Yeti. Or, you know, you know, Nessie, she cool. But you do. <laughs> Nessie, Nessie should be dead by now. So if there even was a Nessie, it'd be dead by now. I mean, it's, it's nice to know you still have hopes for the Megalodon. <laughs> the part in the movie that just ran through my head. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm out. That just ran through my head. <laughs> Uh, you know what hasn't run through anything? Bigfoot. The woods of north northwest United States. Yeah. He's in the mountains of Nebraska. That's where fucking Bigfoot is. The rainforest of Kansas. Yes, that's where he is thriving. That's where he, he summers in Kansas. 
The rainforest of Kansas. <laughs> Barbecue and meth. That's what Bigfoot likes in June. Do you have a VBR up down there? <laughs> <laughs> and then he uses Airbnb. Oh, that's cool. <clears throat> what a tangent. What a tangent. What a tangent. <laughs> I'm going to see Sean tomorrow, by the way. Sean. Just Sean Dwayne. Oh. Yeah. Get my tattoo, work on, get the idea for this and get a date scheduled to get it completed, hopefully uh-huh. this year. And then we're starting on this one. And a part of my thigh, we're calling the Legolodon. Hmm. Yes. It was also Go from ahead. the podcast. Is it, is it because you believe in Megalodon? No, no, it was funny. And I'd have to, I don't remember what, when we talked about that or who we talked about it with. We talked about Aaron. Aaron Wheeler? Yeah. I'll have to go back and re-listen to that episode. Also, think we talked about it with Cody Weaver because that's actually when it came up was with Cody Weaver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The first one or the second one? First one. The first one. I'll have to yeah. go back and listen to that. Because we started talking about his uh, Florida State tattoo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then we came up with Legolodon. Yeah, we came up with Legolodon on the show. It's a show thing, but yeah, I will have the Legolodon a part of. It's forever going to be a part of me. Yeah, and then uh, the reason why Legolodon came up was because Aaron Wheeler has. Um, Say has a goat riding a T Rex. He has a, a black sheep riding a Tyrannosaurus with an RPG. Yeah, that. Okay, well, I mean, why not? So, what's the what's the Legolodon consist of? I don't know. We got to get it drawn. Got to figure out what's going to be. Okay. Hey, I think the concept behind it was. Um, you remember the old cartoon Street Sharks? Yes. Yeah. Part of it was based oh, yeah. off of that. Nice. So. Yep. We'll just have to go back and listen to that episode. That way, we um we have an idea what the basis is because we designed it on the show. Like we talked about the entirety of it on the show, and it was with Cody. Pretty positive, yeah. Pretty sure. Well, I'll uh <clears throat> I'll go back and listen again. You, you just shoot him a text, say, "Hey, did we talk about the Legolodon with you?" Um, I mean, we have the technology. Technically, the technology. you're holding it in your hand Indeed, right now. Absolutely. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I can do that. I can do that. Right, man. Hold on. Oh God, do the thing. Go gadget thing. That's what we're looking for. Got any tattoos over there? I do. I have multiple tattoos. Uh, I have the "We the People, the American Flag, and All" on this arm, which is followed underneath by my three giant roses. I have a line on this part of my chest. I have Cherokee Tribal running on this onto my arms with the star, and I have the Batman logo shoulder to shoulder across my back. Nice. I didn't know that, really. I sure do. That shoulder to shoulder, full Batman now, logo. Question: Do you have it with the yellow ring, or is it just just the Batman? Just black Batman. So it's like the Dark Knight Batman. Yeah, it's like Dark Knight. It's just well, no, old school animated series curved. Oh, like Adam West Batman? No. Animated series that came out in the 90s. Get up and take your shirt off. Let me see it. I'm not taking <laughs> my shirt off. <laughs> I'll show you after, but it's there. Yes. Full shoulder-to-shoulder Batman logo. Indeed. I like it. And then it. I have the... Uh, I actually have a tattoo appointment scheduled the first... No, first or second week after USS Nationals to start the three-quarter sleeve on this arm from underneath my Cherokee Tribal with Josie over at... Uh, she moved over here to Red Red Dragon or something like that. And Daphne. Yeah. She she came from exit thirteen 
two-time tattoo artist of the year she's jam up she's the only and i have no idea what she's going to put together she's the only woman i know who i can literally trust and go do your thing and ink me forever and yeah. make it permanent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but as a i've had tattoos done by guys and girls and i don't know why i trust a woman more now for some odd reason there she she i trust her better than i do you know because just something about the way she can do it you know what i mean well, most women are steadier yes with their hands absolutely. than most men yeah like I've had this conversation with people before. I'm a welder by trade. Mm. And if I had to send someone into a tight uh, tight space and I know that's not going to mess anything up, as long as I have a, a, a tiny woman that can fit, I'm sending her in because yeah. they, they're just better at it. Yeah. Yeah. Josie, so. jam up. She's uh, she's awesome. I'm going to talk to Lila while I'm there, too. His new apprentice that we got him hooked up with that was at Bone and Barrel. Yeah, she's still there, by the way. At Bone and Barrel? Yeah. Oh. I saw her like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Cool. Well, I have volunteered to be a canvas. Okay. So she can get some needle time. Good. Because what part of the body is that going to go on? Probably my left leg. Because I don't know what I want to do on my back yet, but <clears throat> I will. I will be working on a uh, on a back piece. Okay. I don't know what to do with it yet. Shave it. Start with. God damn it. That's how I know I have a friend, Lewis. Yeah, that's how you. I mean, you got to. Otherwise, they're going to dry razor that shit when you get there. So, you might as yeah. well be ready for it. Exactly, which is exactly what happened. Yeah. I asked. Just make sure whenever they shave your leg, they they leave your cankle alone. Yeah, pretty sure I can handle it. Yeah, just don't. You know, going around my not cankle, my uh, ankle looks pretty fat to me. Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. Does it? Yeah. 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 All right. I don't see much ankle bone. Because it's it it's not in your line of sight. Yeah, as I look, I've never really considered it, but you, I mean, I really, there's really not much bone showing. What's happening right now? Is this what we're doing? I mean, I'm just this, saying. This is what the show's turning I'm just today? saying. I, this you know, <laughs> I mean, part of me wants to change your name is the you know, put, you, a, put, 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 put Captain Cankles or something. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking more lines of Josh K. Odom, you know, and well, cankle K- starts with C, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, buddy? It just made me happy. <laughs> yeah, did it? Because now I'm sad. <clears throat> I'm cankleless and I'm sad. <laughs> you walk it off. Not at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I promise you, your ankles could support you in walking off. Yeah. So. so we have a we have a question for you. Go ahead. Why are you ashamed of your husband? I'm not. I do. We literally just revised and redone Prom King pictures yesterday. Yeah. But you've never seen him outside the gym. Yes, I have. I've invited him to multiple things. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. This is a conflicting story then. Yeah. I I, uh, I invited him to my Joe Kane get together. He didn't come. That's because he had to come here. So you guys ruined that for me. Oh, no, 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 that. no, no, no. I appreciate no, no. that. No, I appreciate no, no. that. No, absolutely not. You're not going to blame me for that. Oh, yeah. I blame, blame for us that. for that. Do you know how far out we scheduled that? doesn't matter. A long, no, it does matter. Because if he knew that you had a thing going on, he could have said, no, I have to do this thing with my husband. But he didn't. He also said that you've never been a part of anything with him outside the gym. You never get invited to his house. You don't get invited to anything because you're ashamed of him. Not at all. Not at all. There's yeah. no there's no shame 
You sure? And and, and my love for Big Drew. That, that that sounds like a conversation you and him need to have. Oh no, no, we uh, we we are we are fine. That doesn't sound like. I it. feel like you're trying to start a fight here. I'm not trying to start yeah, a fight. Don't but try I to break up. Call, a, don't try to break up. Break a happy up marriage their here. marriage. I'm not trying yeah, to break up their marriage, but I kind of want to call Drew. Sideways. Why are you trying to be a home wrecker? I'm not yeah. trying to be a home wrecker, but I, like to I told Drew that I would address this when Lewis was here. And it just so happened that Lewis is here the week after Drew is. There, there is no room for you in this marriage. So I want you to understand uh, that. First so you can't, I'm not you asking. Can't be a third wheel. You cannot no. be a third wheel. I have Jared. I don't need him there. or Drew. Motherfucker, where do I stand at then? <laughs> You're, you are at the top of the pyramid. You are the patriarchy. Okay, I can take that. Yeah. You are the motherfucking man. I'm okay with this. <clears throat> Still though, don't no third wheeling. Yeah. Besides, yeah, don't try to come in between us. Yeah, we're not. You're gonna be. You're gonna be in between me and Jared though. Okay. Like this is this is a sandwich. Like That's we're fine. gonna we want the red meat in the sandwich. You're welcome. Yeah. See? I don't know why the biggest beard is gonna be in the middle, but okay. So you can embrace both of us with your beard. That's right. Well, what I do like though is 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 how Josh did try to come in with some. Low key prom pictures, some half ass stuff no, no, done no, no, at the no. gym. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, I know this guy's not fixing it. And my literal first text to Big Drew was, is he challenging us? <laughs> like, are, you going, are you going here? And with then this? Drew immediately started talking shit. Exactly. This, it was a <laughs> challenge. Do we, do we need to, to call Drew comments. for this? I kind of want to call Drew. Yeah. I kind of you think you should, let, nah, you, should, you, you should call Drew. You should call Drew and be like, hey, man, yeah, these put two motherfuckers are, are causing issues yeah. here. So tell them tell them that we've, 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 God damn it. We're asking questions <sighs> and trying to get answers. Yeah, we're, we're playing Maury Povich here. Uh, yeah, I guess. Jerry yeah. Springer? No. What was, what was the other one? Not Ricky Lake. Steve Wilkos? No. You look oh. more like Sally with those cankles. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us today on the Sofa Chronicles, everybody. I'm going to the gym to do calf raises in the sauna. Come Is on. Drew not going to answer? Really? He's He did not answer. Oh, oh no. Now, let's see if he answers me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have his numbers. So I'm out of this. Oh, hold on. You're about to have it. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, I'm not. Yeah, fat fingers. Uh, there. Yep, 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 yep. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And there you go. Now you got it. <clears throat> okay. Let's see if he answers me now, because it's just because I think it's funny. I'm gonna laugh really hard if he answers my phone call. <laughs> Are you? Yes. He wouldn't answer his husband, but he'd answer me. Does that mean you're his side piece now? Right. I think that's what that's gonna come to. Is that what it is? Am I the side bitch? You are. If he answers, you are. <clears throat> exactly. Now, now I don't want him to answer. I didn't. I didn't. Andrew Lewis. Oh, you got you got rejected too. I get. Yeah. He will call me back first before he calls you back. Though. Oh well. Okay. Well, so we're gonna leave him a voicemail. Um. Hello, sir. We have addressed the issue that you brought up to us with your husband on the show, and uh, both of us have called you to try to get clarification because now we're getting conflicting stories. Josh is trying to be a homewrecker. Josh is not trying to be a homewrecker. Also, Josh is also trying to make sure that he isn't the side bitch because it also just got brought up. that Homewrecker! Uh, you, you shut your whore mouth, <laughs> sir. 
Any hoosers. Uh, love you, babe. <laughs> you, you. You had to get that you, last shot in, right? Had to get that little catty, poke. Yeah. You catty bitch. Yeah. Catty bitch? You yeah. catty bitch. I'm a catty bitch now? Did you not just do what you just did in well, front of his husband? Right? You. That's, that's lowball. I don't man. know what a catty bitch is. That's lowball. Definition. Josh. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. Hey Siri, just don't be jealous of our love. What is a catty bitch? Well, see, there you go. I don't know if she heard me, <clears throat> but either way, just rude over there. <laughs> Do what? Just rude over there. You're I'm not being rude. Trying to get into their love. No, I'm not. Trying, no, to, break, trying to break up our marriage. No, I'm not trying you to break are. up anybody's marriage. Does, does, oh yeah. No. Yes. Oh yeah. No. By far. Absolutely not. Absolutely. Why? why what are we doing? Is this what's happening right now? <laughs> I have cankles. Fine. Are we don't want to let it go. Can we move past this? <laughs> we, we can't I have get, not. There's no. There's no getting past those cankles. <laughs> there's gonna have to be getting past this. We have to do the show. No. <laughs> yes. This can't be the show. <laughs> we can't make the show about your cankles. No. No. We're not making it about my cankles. We're also not making it about me not being a homewrecker or Blackfeet. Or Blackfeet. Or, yeah, we're definitely Blackfeet, not yeah. doing we're definitely not doing Blackfeet. Yeah, let's not do that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's twenty twenty four, it's too risky. Yeah, we can't do Blackfeet. Yeah, no. <clears throat> You're on black socks is about as close I'll get. Yeah. Indeed. So you when, when, when is the uh when is the return to the gym gonna be for you to help fix said cankles? Oh <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, that could be addressed by certain diets as well. Not necessarily much physical activity, but a little change in the... Motherfucker, I do not have a cankle diet. I don't have a cankle diet. And the change of a meal plan could could (laughs) go a long ways here. No. You're not going to... Don't you put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Where are you at on water consumption? A lot. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have flushed these cankles out. Are you retaining fluid? No. Okay. No. I'm on. I'm using. I'm on I'm creatine and TRT. No, I'm not retaining fluids. That's why he does have that. some cankle trainers in That's there. That's why his estrogen I, levels a little high right now. Trying to be a home wrecking bitch, you know. I mean, I know, right? My estrogen levels a little high. Uh, yeah. You yeah. sure? Yeah. You're trying to be a side bitch in my marriage. No, I'm not trying to be a side bitch. Uh, I am. He is the side bitch. I am <laughs> Jared's side bitch already. I don't need another one. <laughs> I don't need to be. I don't need to be the the backpack for another 300 pound man. I don't. Only one of us in this relationship is 300 pounds, and it's me. Big Drew's below 300 right now. Yeah, but Jared's not. Jared is three bills plus. I don't, I don't, what I don't what's know. happening? What 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 <laughs> I don't is happening right now? Why you're trying to wreck marriages here. Uh, yeah, this you, is a lot. No, this is a lot. No, it's not a lot. This is this is so much information right now. I I, I don't know how or why. I don't understand what's happening. I'm very confused, and I've had entirely too much caffeine for a heart patient. I had a rain earlier, and now I'm drinking a cup of coffee. <coughs> well, all right then. Yeah, well, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, we don't know. See, uh, unfortunately, in the past, I'd say five to six months. I haven't even been able to really work out with Big Drew and them in the mornings there. I was lucky to get in there and see him yesterday there, mm. being a uh, business owner and everything, and also working a regular job. 
have to get in there. I literally get into AMP at 4.30 in the morning. Hmm. Every morning. And I'm out of there by 6.30, 7 o'clock, and eh, when I leave, there's nobody there. Yeah. So it's like, I hate I missed y'all, but <clears throat> duty calls. Duty. Yeah. You got to do your duty. And I typically do that before I leave the gym. That way I'm not driving home and it hits me. Yeah, good deal. So, That's you know, how you do it. Yeah. I see what he did there. <clears throat> yeah. So um, you being another AMP user, AMP goer, mm-hmm. uh, I also want you to poke the bear with Jake about us having a round table there. I'm sure. Strong, he, oh, yeah. He'd be down. Stronger round table. All day. Need to get him in yeah. there, too? Yeah. He'd do that. <clears throat> yes. I'm with it. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think it I think it happened. It'd be sure. good. And Jake, uh, Jake's jam up. I like Jake. Amp is actually where you and I first met. Indeed it is. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. We were doing car deadlifts that day. We were doing car deadlifts. Were we testing for Alabama? Is that yeah. what that was? Nissan Altimus. Yeah. yeah. And my car. And that one person who uh, has black feet was <laughs> like, are y'all going to deadlift my car? If you remember. They brought mm-hmm. their car. It was his grandma's car. He had black feet. I don't remember that. Yes. Yes. But I do remember deadlifting said black car. Yeah. Who belonged to a person with black feet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he had looked, defined mm, ankles. He did have defined ankles because he was a little bit skinnier. Hmm. And we deadlifted cars that day. Yeah. It was a, it was a pile of people there that day. There was a pile of people there. Like Future, uh, future World's Strongest Man, Christian Baby Suggs was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were there. I was there. Yeah. Um, Chris Damien. Alabama's most beautiful man. Tyler was there. Yes. I think. Uh, were Daniel and Aaron Tate there too? Yes. Yeah. Sure was. Because uh, Amanda was there. Amber mm-hmm. was there. Um, it was a pile of people. It was. Drew a, that was, was there. A, that was a great day. But you know what? As in my typical awkward around people status, I slid out and then everybody took a picture. Yeah, actually, so, I have the picture. Yeah, I was there, but I was not in it because yeah. I said, oof, this yep. is too many people, socially awkward. I'm going to ease out of Indeed. here. Indeed. Fox was there. Sky was there. Yes. Lots of people were there. It was a good day. Chris Stewart um, did what he does, maybe feel like a bitch. Yeah. Because <clears throat> the, the first car we were deadlifting that we got set up, and I was like, oh, this isn't bad. This isn't bad at all. Then I hear this thundering voice come from the background. It's because it's set up for a fucking woman. Exactly. And I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to go over here and die. Yeah. Whatever. Be like that sometimes. It does. Yeah, I took that Altima. I took that Nissan Altima, and I did set it up for the men. And I was like, try this, try this. So we tried it there. Pulled it for like four reps. Nobody got a video, picture, or nothing. And first yeah. thing Damien goes is, y'all want to film that? Put it on your Instagram. You know how many likes I'd get? Not like, many. I was like, shit, I didn't film it or get any pictures. And I ain't deadlifting this thing again. So okay, well, we are good. I could scroll back to that video, but it didn't get very many. I can tell you that. Because they probably could see your cankles in it. And, mm, and I didn't <laughs> have a sleeve. Try not heavy of people with cankles. I didn't have my sleeve yet either. That's true. I was, too, I was bare-armed. That's didn't true. have on your, uh, your hoochie daddy shorts. Uh, I don't think I had on Hoochie Daddy shorts, but I did have on my titty nipple shirt. Yeah, there was nipples hanging out. I did have a titty nipple shirt on that day. Mm, I wouldn't have got the down call for deadlifting my car because my strap, my wraps I was using, like like almost, well, they didn't almost rip. They were just like, just let go. Mm-hmm. But uh, I can deadlift the Pontiac. I okay. did do that. Cool. I wouldn't have got it the second time, but I got it. So the council said he got it at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And then I couldn't compete at Alabama that year. But then Chris you was, got sick. I think it was with COVID. Uh, yeah, I tested positive for COVID three yeah, days out. Three days before. Yep. <clears throat> and Slater was going. like, hey, I get it. You have zero symptoms. I'm going to need you to stay out. Yeah, that's because everybody was scared of COVID at the time. Yeah. But then he was like, can we still use your car? So I drove it down there the night before. They used my car. No one called me and told me the event was over for the day. Your car's just hanging out at the hangar? Car's just sitting there. I've been sitting there all afternoon. It was like 7 o'clock before I got down there to get my car. Because I asked later, I was like, hey, how'd it go? Y'all done with my car? Oh, yeah, we've been done with your car. You can go get it. <laughs> Thanks. Preach. Slater is a he's, a, he's a, he's a, he's a good one. He's interesting. I'll send him a video. Sometimes he'll respond right away. Or he'll be like next day. Now that video looked all right. You really should try this. Well, I'm not doing it today. It's Sunday. Why would I? I can't correct it right now. But yeah. he is jam up. He's a busy guy though. He's a busy guy. Big fan of Slater. We'll see if I can get him back in yeah. here. Love he Slater. has pretty good awesome. big going on right now. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Slater, Slater's jam up. Plus, he's doing wrestling and everything right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's awesome. I swear, if there's, if there's a man that I don't ever want to grab a hold of me, it is Chris Slater. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny though because when I first got introduced to Slater, I was I was at Amp. I was in there just like winging it. I'm just like, oh man, no clue what I was doing. Big Chris Stewart comes in. He goes, "Fuck you doing?" I'm like, I don't know. His loving to do, dad language. Trying, trying to trying to do strongman stuff. He goes, "Yeah, you you need a coach." And I was like, "Okay." He goes, "You doing the Alabama right?" I said, "Yeah," because I'd signed up for it just. Not a clue, never done it. Mm-hmm. Wing and prayer, just I'm going for it. He goes, Yeah, you need a coach. He goes, I said, Okay, yeah, who wh- where do I go for that? He goes, The guy doing Alabama, Chris Slater. I was like, Okay. So I messaged him and then like he's like, Yeah, I do programming. Absolutely. I'll get you taken care of. He gets me set up, been with him ever since. Hell yeah. Refused to go to anybody else. Yeah. But what's great about it is is because when I'm in there, and Chris or Damien are in there. If they they'll they'll give me all kind of guidance and advice and and tips to help me out, which is great because they're working with Slater as well. So they'll be like, "Hey, your athlete sucks." Just to let you know. It's like, okay, yeah. yeah. This this is just go ahead and tell you now that you suck before Slater sees it and tells yeah, you, you suck. Yeah, before we say it. Let, let's try to fix it real quick before you send him this video because yeah. he's going to be uglier to you than we will. That's right. So it's like, okay, let's do that. Very good. Very good. Um, God damn it. This just left my brain. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Total spark in a puff of smoke. I don't know what's happening. That happens a lot. Yeah, I mean. It's getting real common here lately. I'm kind of worried. I got enough issues. I don't need any more. <laughs> no, not at all. <sighs> I'm just tired of being small. How many comps did you do last year? Four. Four? That was dumb. What What four did you do? I did Mill Monster, Red Brick Rumble, Fox It Up Classic, Alabama. Okay. Yeah. That was the... four comps in eight months. Ooh, that's a... That's dumb. No, you're not Tyler Davis here. No, not no, no. not, not even close. Could be Tyler. Not even close. Tyler's like, hey, I want to do a comp in four weeks. Let's go. And yeah. Have you trained at all? No, I no, haven't trained any no, this year. I'm just gonna go. Just gonna go. Well, and hell, so, Slater and, did the same thing last somehow, year. Somehow, yeah, Slater's like, yeah, 
Tallahassee competition looked fun to me, so I signed up. Yeah, like, they were out of town. And, and then he like, finishes, wins the whole thing. I'm yeah. like, what? They're out of town. He was like, I showed up. I just signed up, showed up on a whim. And yeah. fucking won. Like, didn't he win every event? Yeah, he podium finished in yeah. like first place. Yeah. Just showing up. Just fucking mopped him up. Just just because it's, it's Thursday. Whatever. I'm Chris the fuck's later. Then he, then he gives the nice post afterwards. Met a lot of nice guys. You showed up and derailed them. They, yeah, were, just, they were not they're, expecting they're, this. They're, yeah. There, there were so many people that had so many high hopes, and all of a sudden there was like, "Hey, who's this Chris Slater guy? Yeah. I don't know, some guy from Alabama that fucking waxed all of your asses." Yeah, it's this you know <clears throat> stout just broad you. just showed up. He's like, "Yeah, we're gonna get this done." He didn't even do mm-hmm. a master's division. He went straight open. Oh, was did like, he? Yeah, and just won. It's Spanked like, him. Like, why, man? You derailed these people's hopes and momentum. Yeah, that your name is gonna haunt those people. Exactly. Somebody says Chris Slater. Oh, oh. It, it no, was, not what, Big what Poppy. Was, what was intimidating was, which it was, it was awesome at the same time. Box it up, classic. Slater's competing, so you're already thinking. And I really didn't really go all in on programming the, for this, like I, because Box it up, classic. Well, if you remember this, I had an emergency procedure where they cut out four sections of my insides, and I still competed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was like, I'm just going to do it still. I'm in, and I ain't fixing the – I didn't do all this for nothing. Right. Still did amazingly great. And, uh, of course, having Slater right behind you, overlooking you, is yeah. like, okay, here's your coach. Yeah. Who's, like, just watching you, and it's like, man, I hope I don't let this guy down. Yeah, you know who my coach is? Yeah, Fox. Fox, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guy running the car. How do you think you know? I feel? Yeah. Like, I almost mean, passed out three times that day. It was like, fucking, it's my guy. It's yeah, my that's, dude. That's, gotta... that's how I am. It's like every time <clears> I've gone <throat> down to Alabama, which is just twice now, it's like, oh, man, my, my coach who puts on this program is, is going to be watching me. Like, because I would notice, like, he'd be like, he, he would occasionally walk over and I'm like, oh, God, don't mess up. Don't mess up here. Why are you here? Yeah. Go away. Yeah. Go away. Go back to your lane and watch him. Like, and I'm trying to adult with weights. Watching yes. Chris Slater when he knows you, like when he like when he's there and he sees you competing and he knows you, it's a different guy. <clears throat> because promoter Chris Chris Slater that doesn't have any idea who you are, he's real supportive. He's you know like you're doing great. Give it some more. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. But when you know Chris Slater, like when he knows who you are and he sees you, he's like, yeah. that looked like shit. Yeah. Okay, here's another. All right, cool. I'll give you that one, but it looked like shit. <laughs> but that's 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 got to be like Coach Slater. That's got to be like having him as a coach. Yeah, yeah. Like, like as was, a wrestling coach or something like that. Was, like, that really crossover looked like it. shit. It was really good with it at Fox It Up because we're sitting there. I'm We're on the last event of the Stones, and me and Big Red, Phil, Phil. Yep. Going, I love Philip. Oh God, love him to death. We're doing the stone off. Mm-hmm. I won. I beat him. But I had Slater right behind me. Get it up. Get it up. Yep. Don't. I mean, he's just right there. Oh yeah. Right behind me. He was. Dude had just went stone up back and had that epic stone off that yeah. he had with Chuck. Twenty one. Yeah. He got yeah. twenty one reps. Yes. I mean, <clears throat> they went back and forth. The dude literally just walked over to the side and stayed right there. And was right behind me the whole time. Yeah, buddy. You know, and but of course, I uh, I did after I took out Philip, the other the the heavyweight, not the super heavyweight, the heavyweight stepped in, and they're like, "Keep going." I did one load over, and I was like, "I've beat my guy. I'm 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 fixing them. I can't. You know, I'm I'm yeah trying to I'm trying to th- go. Okay, well they he loads it back. I go to do my load up, and I can just feel. 
bruising. Like mm-hmm. I can just feel it rise. And I turned around, like I, I dropped it. And I turned around and got back to Slayer. I was like, you got to get my belt off. Get my belt off. Because like I can feel it, like something inside. And mm-hmm. I was like, thank God we made it through that competition. It was good. Which uh, got me my USS Nationals yeah, qualification. Buddy. You know. That was, dude, after those stones, the next day, the next couple of days, dude, I was black and blue. Yeah. Dude, it looked like I got hit by a truck. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was awesome. Oh, it was, it was beautiful. So awesome. Yeah. And, uh, those were, um, Court Bradley was in your class, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, no. 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 He was a heavyweight. He was heavyweight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was a 275 and, uh, under. Gotcha. Yeah. That dude's a machine. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Good dude. Oh, yeah. Um, jam up. He's, uh, where is he playing football now? I think he's done with school, so now he's like doing coaching and programming and stuff, training. Okay, I yeah, got you. I think, he gra- I think he graduated, so he's he's done with football. I got you. So he was a defensive end at Auburn. Yes, and then um, he was in between where uh, Auburn and wherever he was going after that. Wasn't it UAB? I think it is UAB. Yeah, I think UAB. so. Yeah, I think so. Because I saw him, I saw him on his Instagram that he was playing there, and I think it is UAB. Uh, but just a good guy. Oh, yeah, he's jam up. I, I like the hell out of him. Brick shit house. Never competed at a strongman comp. He just showed up. Yeah, just and dominated, did yeah. well. Yeah, that's just, the one he said. He just showed up and just wrecked everybody, right? No, we were talking about Chris Slater doing that in the competition. Yeah. Um, but uh, pretty close to the same with, with Court. Uh, he had never competed in a strongman competition. He just done football. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <clears throat> but like I said, he was a defensive end at Auburn. Yeah. So like he wasn't half ass doing football. Yeah. Right. So he was just like, I'm just kind of winging it. I was like, Wow. Okay. Think let me live vicariously through you. Yeah. And then I think for a little while there, I want to say Mack Truck was training him for a little while. Really? Yeah. After the Fox it up. Okay. Yeah. I think he started kind of getting some programming by Mack Truck. Was he at Fox? No. 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 I didn't think so. Who Mack Truck is also a. Freaking monster. Yeah, like he's aptly named Mack Truck. Yeah. <clears throat> I had never met him until Alabama last mm, year. Yeah. And this fucking refrigerator stuck his hand Ab- out. Absolutely. And was, and was like, hey, when can I come on the podcast? And I was like, whenever you want to, sir. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, that's, that's just it. He is uh, like fucking traps touching his ears. Yeah. Dude's just a, a beast. <clears throat> he's a monster. fucking unit. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like him to death. Every time I talk to him, or any time I've ever asked him something or something, nicest guy. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah, he is fantastic. Awesome. Uh, and he told me who he was then and there, and I yeah. was like, "Oh, I'm I'm Trey Godbull," and I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah. Jesus, you're, you're <laughs> Alabama bench press record holder." Yeah. By the way, there's so many people I'm looking forward to meeting. Guy looks like fucking um, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, this dude's literally got a 600 plus pound bench. It's the Alabama state record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, he's the guy. That's the guy. Yeah, I haven't met him in person yet. Yeah, I, I always get a kick it. out of him because he works out at the. Uh, he does a lot of working out at a club four up there where he lives, which is hilarious to me. Because here he is, he's got you know he's got five hundred on the bench, and he's just taking it for reps in a club four. It's like people in the background are staring. Yeah, you watch the reactions of people in the background of his videos. It's like, oh. <laughs> it's like intimidation factor is set in. Of yeah, course, he's got I'm, five plates on his bench. He doesn't get any lift off. Nobody spots him. He just reps yeah, it. This is just for his reps. His workout. <laughs> Like he's coming down. Like he's already done his top set. He's coming down. And yeah. He's you know he's bumping five plates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He shows up. He's like, I'm that guy. <clears throat> yeah. He's the BDE of the room. Yeah. Oh, all day. Oh, yeah. he's using. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Like he's like walking through the grocery store knocking pickle jars off the shelf. Yeah, he's that guy. Yeah. Uh but I like him though. He's he's jam up. Strong as hell, but Oh yeah. He's awesome. Good guy. Very good guy. I need to get um he was in here uh late last year when we had when we had Trey in there. I don't yeah. remember when it was. Okay, I'll look it up. Um he's good. Uh did you ever get to meet Bubba Swanson? I did. Uh he and I Hit it off really well. Yeah. He was awesome. He was jam up. Damn, I, and, I didn't get to and, meet that dude. And I, it was funny because I met him because my first year at Alabama, he had won. Yeah, like it was, he put on a fucking and clinic at Alabama last year. Dominated. Year my first year there, though, um, I was over there. Nicest guy. And, you know, he was actually, when they were resting, he was on the small stage where Slater presents the trophies. That's where he was resting and would, after a set, go get under and lay there. And uh, dude literally told me, he goes, are you all right, man? I was like, because I was sitting in a chair right there by where you come down where the bathrooms and stuff are. I had a little chair and my ice chest and everything set up there. Yeah. And he literally was like, you can come over here with me if you want to and get over here. There's no problem. Do one of the nicest guys. And he and I had seen each other a couple of times throughout the year, you know, and would shoot each other. And he was, he told me what he said, whenever you go down to Alabama, because he knew I was competing in the open. Yeah. For the first time. And he was, you know, for the Alabama. He goes, you go down there, we're going to get a picture. And he passed away before that there. So Yeah. Man, I hate I didn't get to meet that yeah, dude. I, I hated it. Rest in peace, Bubba Sorensen, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, going he, too soon. Good he, ones die young, man. He had, he would have dominated the oh, rest yeah. of him, for sure. That's all I heard about, you know, other than hearing how wonderful of a human he is. Look at my, look at my husband. Oh, your me. husband's calling you back? Oh, yeah. Okay, my husband let's, is let's see what he has to say. I just want you to know, Trey Gobbles, episode 40. Yeah. What are you doing, my friend? <laughs> hey, I'm hold, si- hold it so we can hear him. Yeah, hold up to the mic. I'm sitting here at the podcast here, and Josh is trying to, you know, you're on speaker here. Josh is coming, trying to get in between us there and divide us. No, no, I'm not. He's, he's trying to be a home wrecker. He's he, being a home wrecker. That's what he's doing. He's tearing up shit. See, that's what I'm saying. Motherfucker, I'm asking the questions you told me to ask. <laughs> See there, he's he's trying to stir shit. And I told him, not cool. There's not enough room for his ass with his cankles we to be in this relationship. Crash landed on planet bullshit. This I said that this is a this is a two man power love. I said, and and you're you're trying to mess it up. Well, we have baby pictures together. So That's what I told him. I said the the return of prom kings and now look, our baby did turn black in a year, and I still hadn't figured that out yet there because it was red the first picture. But we're not going there with that, you know. I mean, Josh has already stirred shit with black feet this episode, so yeah. I mean, it's it's where we're at. But yeah, he's trying to he's trying to be a home wrecker. He's a little jealous. I mean, I understand he's jealous of her love, and he's trying to fit into the situation. It just can't happen. No, no, there is not enough room. There's, there's damn near six hundred pounds of man here between the two of us. <laughs> Both of us part of the itty bitty weenie committee, but do not <laughs> hate on us. There's no room for you here. Just because our guts touch before our dicks do, don't mean nothing. Facts. <laughs> As he's sitting over Your here. face is so amazing. Because <laughs> this is horseshit. This, this is, this, you know, he's, this he's, is certified he's, he's, he's grade A horse <laughs> shit. He's jealous. He's he is jealous. so jealous I'm right now. I'm not jealous. I have a lovely You're man blushing in my life. Right I was now. with him. Yeah, I was with my man yesterday. Yeah, he's very, he's very upset right now. No, he's not. Apparently, he's, one man is not enough for you. He's trying to become a side <laughs> bitch, and it's not cool. I told him we're not, we're not in for that. <laughs> I mean, uh, 
I, I can't help him that his dude won't take a picture with him. That's not no. That's not the case at all. <laughs> yeah, clearly it is. I no, mean, it's not. You're trying to come into a relationship where people aren't afraid to show their affection in pictures and photography on the internet. The, no, well, I have pictures with my man. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, are they how, prom style pictures? Yes. Are they professionals? Baby. Did you do you have a black baby with them? Not yet. We're trying. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, do you realize that? Me and Big Drew are on our second child together. No, I did not. Congratulations. I was saying our first one, we had a little red baby. Now we got a little black baby. Yeah. Well, we're oh, working yeah. on a Mexican right now. I mean, we're we're on the way. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't say you're trying to come in this relationship. No, huh? I am Stop not. trying to be a backpack for yeah. two other men. I'm the only you, ones that is... think that I'm trying to come in the relationship are the ones that are obviously insecure in the relationship. He sounds really defensive about this. He really <laughs> he did. He's <laughs> been so defensive <laughs> the whole time. Not, I am re- just standing really my ground. Coming out for it here. <laughs> Me and my not cankles are standing <laughs> my ground firmly. <laughs> I mean, the, those cankles are the only reason you are able to stand firmly. Oh God damn it! You, I mean, <laughs> all that extra support. Oh yeah, that's I, what it is. So yeah, that's what we were talking about there. You know, he's just trying to come in between us. Oh, it'll never happen. No, I mean, he can watch from the side, but it'll never happen. Exactly. exactly. Watch what from the side? It'd be like two pillows kissing. <laughs> I mean, did did you not see the blanket that was made and given? At, I did. I. I I kind of wanted it. Okay. See that? Once again, a, a blanket with us on it holding our red baby, and he wanted in on it. He wanted the blanket. Oh, we're going to have to do another one this year. Oh, well, well, we have the black baby picture now, so we need to get another family. Well, we could do like a calendar. See there? I think that would be great. Don't insert yourself in the calendar, I'm John. not inserting yeah. myself do, in anything, motherfucker. I didn't come in on the calendar. <laughs> I don't want to be in the calendar. I don't want to be in the relationship. I don't. I mean, I'm telling you. God, he's, he's getting upset. I'm telling he you. Is, he's trying to be a defensive catty bitch. Sounds like it. I'm going home. You are. <laughs> you are home. Exactly. That's the problem. Exactly. I mean, he's going to go in his bedroom. Go to your room. He's going to go to his room and cry. Put on my monkey foot. Uh. Well, you know, that's what we were doing, seeing what you're doing, my friend, and try to let you know Josh is trying to come between us. But well, Josh was we, asking the questions. We're not going to let that happen. No, Josh <laughs> asked the questions that Drew wanted me to ask. So, you know, yeah, you're you're just you're just trying to divide. No, I'm not. Go back and listen to his episode. The questions he wanted me to ask are in that episode. I did that, and now you motherfuckers have flipped it, <laughs> making me look like a homewrecker. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. Because you see, what the what the great part of it is is, see, me, me and Drew have uh, long conversations during the week when we call each other. And I bet you do. We'll talk for times, you know. That's and, good. You know, we. Uh, I'm glad. He's, he's he's as supportive as a as a as a husband that I can have as I pursue my ventures and become a business owner successfully. Because I'm trying to set us up for financial future. That's you know? great. I'm not trying to come we in between any of to that. We have a foundation. That's great. I hope you have it. We, oh, it's, it's there. Good. It is there. That doesn't involve me at all. We don't want your cankles in the that's, relationship that's fine. to begin the, the two, with. Two 300-pound motherfuckers giving me shit about cankles I don't have. <laughs> no one good in hell. Well, you got to take a breath to put your goddamn shoes on. I do when I put my knee sleeves on, but it's not my shoes. Don't go there with me on that. Look, I only say that because at 285, I had to take a breath to put my shoes on. But hey, if it does make you feel any better, the knee sleeves did come from Victor. Oh. They did come from him. He He said, hey, 
You should take these. These these will work a little bit better. Is that for how you. he proposed? No, no, no. He proposed while we were doing the squats, and he was counting my time. And he he literally made sure I hit my reps. Is that what you're calling it now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how we. Yeah. Uh, that's, how that's how that's how we fell in love. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's better than the story of Christmas. Yeah. yeah, he gave me protection. Did True he? love all day. Yeah. And, That's great. And my knees have never felt better. I'm not trying to get in between any of that. See, I, he is. He really is. He's getting very jealous of this over here. He's been <laughs> blushing the whole time. I, I have not been blushing. I'm hot. <laughs> it's made him flustered. God damn it. He's, <laughs> I heard it after I said it. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's a little hot and bothered over here by it, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's all good. I understand. Jealous of a man relationship. It, it happens to the best of us. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's okay. <clears throat> but that's what we're doing, my friend. We'll let you get back to doing your business. I'll let you later. All right, man. Y'all have a good one. You too. All right. Well, now that you've been exposed. No. This is a, it's uncomfortable for you. It it's that not uncomfortable because I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm drinking my coffee, wondering what happened in my life that got me here. He's getting he's getting very uncomfortable, hot and flustered. So defensive. <laughs> Look, Just, you little fucking instigating ass. Cankles you, out and you need, you need to simmer over there. Well, you like I know you like to start shit. <laughs> it makes me so happy. I, I'm glad. <laughs> Mm. If it does make you feel better, Josh, I still love you, buddy. No, you don't. I do love you. Clearly, you don't. I do. I do. I, I still love you. As a friend. Yes, you just can't be Drew. I, I, I know. <laughs> oh. I am no. aware. Because I will tell you, Drew's a fucking beast. Yes. He is a powerhouse beast. He is. He makes me feel small at times. He and makes I'm taller, me feel small. And I'm taller than him. Yeah. Drew makes me feel small. He does. Because yeah. he's walking around at 285 now. <laughs> And him at 285 and me at 285 was vastly different. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, here I am literally at 312, and he still makes me, I'm like, God, just look at you. He's got that old man strength, though. He's, he's a beast. <clears throat> Ridiculously strong. He intimidated me when he was uh, over there squatting, you know, 500 punch pounds with his arm in a sling. And I'm like, he's not even holding on. He's just, he's got the safety squat bar, arm in a full sling where he had tricep surgery. And then just put four or 500 pounds in here for squats. For, yep. And I'm like, huh, okay. That's true. Yeah, no safety on holding the bar or anything. Just, Nothing. I'm going to roll with it. YOLO. Yeah. That's your man. Yeah. That is, that's my man. You picked a good husband. <laughs> that's my boo. That's your boo. That's it. Guess who doesn't <laughs> want him? Guess who doesn't want him? <laughs> Me. <laughs> You got me confused about that one, buddy. You got a little defensive. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Here we go. What are you here doing? I'm calling my husband. I'm right here. Okay. Oh, that's where oh, we're going? Oh, it's going like that. It is like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Told you I was calling my husband. I hope he don't answer. You're still being, You're still a, being catty a catty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but okay let me find there we go see if if he answers he's gonna ignore you again 
He might. Good evening, sir. Hello, beautiful. How are you, bud? Well, I'm conflicted right now. With what? Well, Josh is being a homewrecker. Josh is not being a homewrecker, but he's, he's trying to accused. interfere in a relationship. I'm being accused of being a homewrecker, and I've tried telling them that I have you. A home, hold up. Talk a <laughs> Supposedly. I'm playing into this little love triangle. So it's not. <laughs> and otherwise, he didn't even know he said this. He didn't even know. At least mine knew. I thought we talked about this yesterday. <laughs> what kind of relationship Whoa. do you have? Apparently, it's an open one. Apparently, it's one that you didn't know he was trying to be a home wrecker. Yeah, you're no. jealous because yours didn't accept you. So <laughs> you just. I you said, wait, what part of this am I in? Well, if at these two son bitches will calm down, I will explain it to you. Yeah, at least my nose, I'm there. So, and exists. So, last week, when Andrew was on the show, he wanted me to ask Lewis some questions about why he was ashamed of him and never... And you're never in, he's never anywhere other than the gym with him. Because I was telling him that my husband, you, uh, I go and I see you all kinds of places other than the gym. So Andrew wanted me to ask these questions. And immediately, and I mean fucking immediately after I asked said question, I was accused of being a homewrecker that I was trying to come in their relationship and trying to, that I was trying to do all these things. And I've tried to tell them. come and in a relationship in the same sentence. Let's separate I mean, those people apart. People are going to hate us because they hate us. Right? See, because they, they accused us because we were doing the same prom pictures that they are. We did prom pictures first, I, though. I think we started the prom no, pictures. We started no, they, the, no, they definitely started the prom pictures. And they put pictures. their uh, pictures on a blanket. And ours okay. on a blanket. That's yeah, true. Andrew, uh, Drew and Trey started the they they started the, the thing. They, they definitely did. Don't 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 take credit for it now. I'm, I'm motherfucker. I'm not. Yeah, I say we 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 <laughs> we are we are the kings of prom pictures. No, no, you're not the kings. You just started it, dude. We that are, means we, they're the kings. Yes, yeah, we already have children involved in this. Where are yours at? Did you hear what he said? Being no. the first one and being number one are two different things. Uh, we we are number one because, like I say, we featured our first one. With a little red baby, now we got a little black baby. Yeah, we we don't have any kids yet, so, so we haven't, put haven't any... progressed that far in the relationship. I mean, a part of the first part of this phone call was he didn't even know he was in the relationship. No, he's no, he's he's on board. He just didn't, he didn't even know, know he was the husband. Exactly. What? Don't do that. I, I didn't, didn't know, know if we were talking about actual hornets or this this side of the hornets. Well, that complicates things because I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you put that thing. Let's not put that out there like that. No, no, I didn't say I was a home wrecker. <laughs> I did not say I was a home wrecker. <laughs> they accused me. Look how getting. He's uncomfortable about the whole thing now. No. It's so hot in here. <laughs> He's <laughs> <knows. laughs> he knows. This is the most awkward mean. situation. <laughs> Look how red he's he's he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> oh, hey, did you tell him what else you learned on our wonderful afternoon out together yesterday? No, I didn't. What? 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 What did we learn about basketball? No, we don't, no, we don't need to get back no, on basketball no, here. No, we're basketball, leaving that one right there. Basketball started <laughs> no. us off. In a <laughs> no. I don't think you should leave that one right there. <laughs>
No, we, I'm going to hang this phone up. Basketball we're not, we're not doing that. Canceled in the first part of this podcast. <laughs> we're not doing it. You're not. <laughs> we're not doing that. You can't do it. I mean, if, we're, if today starts Josh under the bus, like, let's just really get, get this party going. All right, buddy. I love you. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Even though you're the one that said it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look I at wish, you. Look at You're you. in a relationship that he didn't even know he was in. He wasn't even part of. He's not even part of being in the marriage. <sighs> I'm going to go walk out in traffic. <laughs> I've least, never been so... At least uh, at least wear your high tops so your cankles are yeah, supported. Don't, don't jeopardize the cankles being broken. I'm going to go dive into my ice bath head first. <laughs> From the roof. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Just being a home wrecker over here. I swear. <laughs> First question was, he says, "Where do I fit in in all this?" <laughs> I thought you were an important part of it, but clearly you're not. <laughs> you're over here defending yourself. I got a man. Where do I fit into Where this? <laughs> At least mine knows when he calls. It's like, oh, there's mother half. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the- good. Y'all, you can you can talk for a while. I've said enough chronicles for today. <laughs> I've. I, I don't. I don't need to. I don't need to talk anymore. <laughs> feelings are hurt. <clears throat> My feelings aren't hurt. I just. <laughs> His pride is. I'm just drinking. It's his pride. pride. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, he thought he had it going for him. Uh, he's like, I, this is a shoe in victory for me. And, and no, nope, my life is a lie. <laughs> Everything I, I thought was dear to me is not. I can't wait to listen to this pack. Bro, I don't, I'm not listening to it. I don't want to. It's just going to hurt too much. I bought you a patch yesterday that says, don't be a bitch. Oh, don't be a bitch. Son of a bitch. Well, I'm going to have to listen to it while I'm by myself. I don't want other people to see me react to listening to this. They don't. You don't want them to see you cry? You're one man tear? Mm-mm, out of my non-shooting eye? It's important to Thanks, Jocko, for that one. I shed a man tear from my non-shooting eye. And, important. And your lack of a solid relationship with your husband. <laughs> Me and him are going to have to talk about this. That foundation has so many cracks. I swear. Apparently, the foundation hasn't been laid yet. It hasn't been established yet. It's still wet concrete. Hasn't even been formed. It's just dirt. Something could be here, but we don't know yet. It's just dirt. I have no idea. Are y'all on the talking stage or where? I thought we were way past that, but I guess not. (laughs) Clearly not. I thought we were a thing, and apparently we weren't. Oh boy. I feel like Chris and Damien are closer than you and your husband. <laughs> they don't even like each other. <laughs> it's not true. I mean, they like each other. Yeah, but, but, but I mean, <laughs> that would be the most aggressive relationship. Oh my God. That would be. I mean, I wouldn't know because I don't have one. Clearly, but, you know. Chris, Chris is non existent. Uh, mm. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. What else could what else could be said to me at this point? You know, I've already had everything 
everything I know and love is, you know, why does, why is in shambles? Why does, why does everything go away? <laughs> so when you, when you do return to competition and work on your cankles, are you going to be in the open division? Or are you going to keep riding it out at the novice? No, I'm, uh, I'm not coming back as a novice. You're going to come on back in as an open. Uh, yeah. I said, uh, even before all this fucking bullshit <laughs> happened, with uh, my shoulder, my heart, and my relationship, and everything falling <laughs> apart, um, I uh, I had said that Alabama was uh, was my last one as a novice. See, I only only did one comp as a novice, and I was like, "How oh, the hell with it? Might as well go ahead and make the jump." And that was because my my husband told me, "Don't be a bitch, just go for it." Yeah. So I did. Yeah, well, I and told now, now I regret it. I wish I could go back if I wanted to be a trophy chaser and try to see if I can't com- compete in a novice. Well, I haven't done any. I haven't had any successes in novice either, so it doesn't matter to okay. me. I'm gonna get my ass kicked in whatever division I go in. I'm just, I'm well. At this well, now I'm looking for a man. But, clearly, uh, yeah. clearly. <laughs> uh, but now I, um, I'm coming back in the uh, in the open class. I'm, I'm kind of unsure of what my weight class will be now. Yeah, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm coming back in uh, in open class. Nice, I like it. That's my plan. That is my plan. So now that we're let's see, we're uh, hour and seventeen minutes into the show, Lewis. Yes. Um, so we have yet to get to anything. We have not we talked about to. any anything specific. Uh, it's just kind of. I mean, we have. It's been a fucking train wreck. <laughs> yes, I mean, we we talked about some specific stuff. We we definitely touched on some things that's um, <laughs> clearly need in to be question. addressed. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, take us uh, take us through what what got you here today. Like, how how'd you get in the sport? What were? Uh, oh, I thought did, you meant in general. I mean, I drove. That's what got me here. All right, good deal. All yeah. right, that's it for the Silver Chronicles, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, what got you in strong, man? Like, were you an athlete before? I mean, yeah. So what, before, I did I did the typical you're a large guy play football kind of thing. Yes, went and did that for a while. And uh, did a little bit of football in college and then slid through. And then I got out and I was like, man, I'm still a large, heavy guy. Mm-hmm. So I went to the gym regularly and mm-hmm. would just do like typical regular guy workouts. Weak, not really, not really strong, not really capable of lifting a whole lot. But mm-hmm. I was just a big guy and gave everybody that impression. And yeah. I'm still that way. Don't get me wrong. Still that way. Okay. But uh, no, I stumbled into AMP. And I was like, man, this place is fucking amazing. It's, it's like old school iron gym, you know, got all the steel and chains. It's it's beautiful. Plus, it was hot as balls when I walked in there. Yeah. So this is this is paradise. This is where I want to be. Amp is a good place to suffer. Yeah. So I started out there. And, of course, seeing Alabama's strongest man was on the board. I was like, give strongman a try. So I did sign up. Like I say, I was really like. No clue what I was doing. Big Chris was all like, you need to coach because you're going to get yourself hurt. <laughs> so I did. Found Slater and, yeah, the rest is history. Started uh, competing. Heavyweight novice, my first Alabama Strongest Man. Got fifth. Missed the podium by just a couple of points. Mm-hmm. So uh, gave me more motivation to do it. Came back, did the Rougarou Classic over in Louisiana. I got second place in it. 
then did the Fox It Up. Technically got first, but got second in a tiebreaker. And uh, came back, you know, I did that one injured. What was your tiebreaker again? Wasn't it a, wasn't it a, it was a, hold. a hold? Yeah, it was the hold because me and Philip literally finished the comp tie for first, you know. Yeah. And uh, he and I, he only beat me by a few seconds too on the hold. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, you raggedy bitch. It but, wasn't long. No, it was a, it was close. Uh, then I did the Alabama Strongest Man, got eighth in that one. And uh, yeah, now here I am training for USS. Um, I'm going out there with my work husband, by the way. Good deal. Yeah, me and him are going to work out together. Yeah, because he's competing in the Masters. We're going to work out together. We're going to sleep together in in the same place and eat together. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. glad to hear it. Not not like yours, but you know. Well, we don't need to talk about that anymore. No. Apparently, that's over before it began. But we have the uh, story of my life. We do have the early bird group. Me, Big Drew, and Livy. We get to the gym before everybody else, get our workouts in, and by the time everybody's rolling in, we typically are rolling out. We need to plan a day, because I haven't been to Ampin far too long, so yeah. need yeah, to get, get back on, over Get there. on over there. And I tell you, though, what, what's crazy is once I started training, I and this is this is real deal, I would get in there and train super early by myself, so I wouldn't have to get criticized by the strongman community for being a weak bitch. Yeah. I was like, let me get this in. That way I don't embarrass myself or open myself up for harsh criticism or judgment. Indeed. But then I would get the harsh criticism and judgment. I said, oh, fuck it. I'll just be here when y'all are. So, yeah. <laughs> but I still typically get in there pretty early, and Big Drew will come in there roughly 30 minutes after I get in there. So it, it works itself out. I need to make it back over there. And I got a guy I need to bring up back, bring over there with me as well. Um, need to get him on some car deadlifts. My boy, Mr. Josh Lasseter, whose first competition is coming up rapidly in April. Yeah. 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 Effing strong. Effing uh, strong. That, uh, that looks like a fun comp. It really it's going to be good. He signed up originally for the learners and, um, I kept telling him just the way he was moving, you know, the way I was, cause I program, I've been programming mm-hmm. for him. But, you know, with all this other shit, slacked off so much, and I suck so bad, and I'm so sorry for you for that, Josh. But anyway, um, I uh, I kept telling him, I was like, dude, do you keep going this way? Like, this, if this, if this is, you keep making this kind of progress, you are you don't even need to worry about the learner's division. Because this is his first competition, you know, he's yeah, never, he, yeah. has, he has no experience with that. <clears throat> so you just need to jump, go ahead and jump into, you know, like, like if you want to, jump into the novice class. It's going to be, you know, there's going to be a lot of guys in that class, but there's, there's always a lot of guys in the heavyweight novice class, and <clears throat> it'll be good competition. But I think he's going to do really, really well, and uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna I'm going up there with him to coach him through it and all the all the things. So I'm uh I am looking forward to to that to being up there. Shout out to Mr. Chuck Ellison. That's going to be a very very good competition <clears throat> with this. Hummer tire floor press. That will be an interesting one. You don't hear be, that too much. No. And you cannot. Have you seen the rules on that one? No, I haven't. Yeah. Well, you got to do it feet out. Like you can't have your feet on the floor. You got to oh, wow. be stretched out. Wow. Straight flat bench. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. On the floor. On the floor. Boy. Whew, it's going to be tough. Yeah. <clears throat> and I just, I couldn't picture Hummer tire floor, de- floor. Press. I couldn't. I just can't picture that. Apparently, Godbolt has something to do with that too. 
uh, I hope it's at a at a deficit or and or a like a two or three inch platform up. Well, then it would be a floor <clears throat> press then. Well, you're would still it? on the floor, like a big flat floor, to where you know, because I feel like with the size of a Hummer tire, and you're on the floor, you're partial of the way out, you know, yeah. due to the height of the tire itself. I don't know, man. Don't know. It'd be interesting to see. It's gonna be interesting, oh, yeah, interesting for sure. to see for sure. That's one thing I do like is about a lot of the southeast comps. Mm-hmm. They make it interesting. Yeah, they really do. When is USS Nationals? This in June, right? It's in June, Denver, so, Colorado. You're not doing any competition between now and oh, then? No, no. Okay. I, I just got to hope to be able to compete <clears throat> with them out there. Yeah. Because uh, Spivey's got his Southeast Strongman Classic. Um, I think it's in Panama City. Yeah, in the March. beach. The, yeah. That, well, that one looks Beach Bash. It looks awful. Awesome? awesome? It does. I, I think it looks awesome. I mean, it's going to be miserably hot and rough. I think... And it's nothing that we didn't tell Brandon when he was on that I think it's going to be terrible. I, once again, though, I don't know if it's me really liking the like the Alabama, for instance. I like that beach themed heavy lifting out in the weather. Well, it's not the out in the weather part; it's the it's the on the sand part makes it even. I mean, <clears throat> if they can compete in waist deep of water at World's Strongest Man, what's wrong with competing in the sand? Yeah. It's not like I said. It's nothing against Brandon. We're going to support yeah, that. We're going to support him in that endeavor. Endeavor. And en- 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 yep. we're going to we're going to back him there on that go. one. And um, don't look at me like that. Don't don't just just don't. An hour. It's not the first 25. time. Twenty five. It's not the first time. Yeah, but like the other times, you were really flustered. I kind of let those slide. Did you? I did. What was you never do. You never do any other time because normally we're already in a conversation like this. <clears throat> The other times you're just mad that you're trying to get in his his romance, his marriage, and then again your marriage is in shambles. Yeah, because he didn't even know that he was part of it. Thanks for reminding me. I'm sorry. I'm glad we brought it up. Love you. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Apparently not. I tell you what, I did enjoy this year was <laughs> Daniel and them doing the uh, take your votes as to who you're going who's going to place where doing the open. For like Alabama Strongest Man. Oh, the bracket? Think? The bracket? Yeah. I thought that was great. That I was great. It. I I, <clears throat> I was way off. <laughs> as, <laughs> as I knew I would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is what it is. Um, I hope he does that again. Daniel, I know you're listening. Keep that shit up. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's awesome. It was funny because we got down there. I knew I was still a little injured from my... From my earlier in the year and i was like I'm, we're gonna do it we're gonna get it done no matter what not i don't want to zero anything out or not do anything you know or drop out did I you get all four there. logs i no, no no okay i don't remember i think maybe one person heavyweight open got all four mm-hmm. uh, i was really hoping christian would have got all four but christian couldn't even get all four. no he couldn't no he got he blacked out on his feet almost it was a situation where everybody was trying to catch him and yeah i was worried about him i was, I like, was oh, too oh, big i man, watched him don't yeah i was <laughs> like oh god i watched it yeah <laughs> yeah yeah a little, little nerve rattling there congrats but, on your new world record though boy yeah he's the i, I love him Dale. I, I i like conversating with him there uh people Eight. say he could be my long lost son but yeah. well that's that's between you and amanda mckay yeah i mean i'm just saying uh literally 
he was in out like two months ago, month ago, something like that. We were in there working out, and Jake's wife, Jake's wife Victoria, was like, told Jake said him and his son were in there working out. <laughs> And Jake literally texts me, did you work out with your son today? And I'm thinking, no, he's three. Why would he work out with me? <laughs> she goes, oh, you said you had like a, there was a guy in there who could have sworn was your son. Mm. I'm thinking, oh, you're talking about Christian Suggs. Well, nice to know my genes could produce a monster like that. You Congratulations. Know? Yeah. Hey, I, I hope and pray, you know, yeah, <laughs> like, right. like, please, you know, <laughs> give my son, a, my actual son, a future opportunity here. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. New world record, 18 yeah. years old. Log, three seventy three. Yeah, he's a uh, man. He's he's jam up, and he's eighteen. Eighteen powerhouse. Like he's still going through fucking puberty. Yeah, yeah. Ridiculous for a while. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. I I would I would fair to guess that if he keeps on trucking the way he's trucking, he might make a world stage appearance. I I I give it. Within the next three years, he'll he'll be in a position because he'll be about 21, 22. Yeah. And I think he'll be just about there. I think he'll make an appearance at like a Rogue or an Arnold mm-hmm. or, or something like that. Something's going to something's gonna give there, and that's where he's going to, you know, maybe at an America's Strongest Man situation, yeah. being 18 now, he's old enough to <clears throat> be at that level. I think he mm-hmm. could be at any one of those three and could, could really take off. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much politics and worlds, so to decide if he'd get an invite to that. But I mean, you got like Rogue in them that I think he'd be a shoe in for. Yeah. Pulling for you there, big dog. That's right. I need to get him on here. Yeah, I mean, he's just across the state line. Yeah. I mean, if he can't be here, I mean, we, yeah. we do remote podcasts yeah. regularly all day. So we got we to work on that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. It's not April 6th. No. I've already got that blocked out on the calendar. Good. And John Stewart might go with us. Really? Mm-hmm. What was that talked about? Earlier today. Mm. He's uh mm. he's been wanting to come see a competition as it is. So um he was asking about it and I was explaining to him that he did not need to buy a ticket to come see it. He could just go. But it is in Clinton, Mississippi. Shout out. Zach Roundsville, Baptist Health Complex. I uh, I told him the only thing that he may need to figure out would be his sleeping arrangement for those days that we're gone. And uh, I told him that I would be in contact with uh, our people that we're staying with, see if they had room for him. Mm-hmm. No promises. Yep. Not going to impose. Don't want to impose on anybody. Mm-mm. Because Daniel is competing at Red Brick. <clears throat> and Daniel... Daniel Tate, for those of you who do not know Daniel Tate, you're missing out. Wonderful, wonderful human, along with his wife, Aaron. Yes. He's a very ritualistic guy. Like he has he has his specific things that he's gonna do at specific times for competition. Before, during, and after. I do enjoy uh when I get my programming on Sundays from Slater, sometimes he'll leave Aaron and Daniel's names next to what because he does theirs as well yeah and you know there would been times where it says aaron slash daniel like doing this like at least i know i'm in 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 the realm of greatness with these two because those two are jam up oh yeah they're they're the fitness couple goals in my opinion indeed daniel aaron tate i love you both dearly so much oh so much Mm, i love these people 
I yeah, didn't I hear, see, I didn't I hear from him much last week. Daniel? Yeah. I didn't either. He was sick last week. <clears throat> ah, okay. Um, I talked to him very briefly. And just because uh, I talked, actually, I talked to him on the phone. Actually, I called Aaron to ask Aaron a question, and Daniel answered because Aaron was on Daniel's phone. All right. Yep. I don't know. It was they were they had it handled. Whatever was going on. Oh, counts. So I I call Aaron and and then I hear Daniel. Hello. I was like, wow, Aaron, <laughs> you sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he is. Uh, he was under the weather last week, okay. so I'm sure he will be. He will be back to his normal self this coming week. We hope, anyway. So he'll be he'll be competing at, at Red Brick. He huh? is competing in two thirty one minus at Red Brick. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. A little, little slim down action. Oh, there. have you not seen him lately? I have not. Woo! Daniel Tate's walking around at like two twenty right now. Woo! Nice. And a fucking solid two twenty. Chiseled, older, distinct gentleman. Yeah, man, yeah, right? just yeah. man. Yeah, nice. indeed. He uh, he has he has uh, radically, radically changed his physique, <clears throat> and I would imagine that he's probably still strong as fuck. So as long as he's letting the traps hang out, that's all that matters. Oh, yeah. and, 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 and letting the shoulder exposure. Go. He has shoulder cleavage. He does. He does. Say, from the conversations we've had, he's done in a very healthy way. That's oh, awesome. Yeah. That's so, awesome. Which did Daniel being Daniel is I would expect nothing less. Yeah. Oh yeah. Between him and Aaron, the, for sure. They're yeah. both wickedly, wickedly smart when it comes to the body and fitness and nutrition and yeah. recovery and all those things. Yeah. No, I would. I don't doubt. And one, one, one bit that it was all very calculated and very coordinated with it. Um, I tell you, if you're ever competing and you want to go. Uh, and you're going to stay with the Tates. <clears throat> you won't be hungry. Feed you good. There. They'll put it on you. Feed you good. See, that's nice. When I left for Mill Monster, because I stayed with Daniel and Aaron mm-hmm. for Mill Monster and for Red Brick last year, <laughs> both mornings, I woke up, and especially for Mill Monster, this is this is the most. This is what stands out to me the most. When I weighed here, fasted, I weighed here. Friday morning when I left to go to Daniel and Aaron's house on an empty stomach, I weighed 269. <clears throat> I weighed in for Mill Monster the next morning at 277. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So I woke up, we all woke up, we, all, we woke up early and they just immediately just start cooking because there was a few people of us there. Yeah. You know, it was Daniel yeah. and Aaron and I think Amanda was there and Jason was there mm-hmm. and I was there. <clears throat> so just just cooking a feast. Nice. And I sat down, I had biscuits, I had eggs, I had sausage, I had bacon. Just kept putting it on me. And then and, and then Daniel looked at me and said, You need a bowl of cinnamon toast crunch. Well, okay. I, yeah, sure. Why not? Almond milk. Absolutely. And I was, and I was like, almond milk. He said, ah. Okay. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I'm eating that. And then he looks at me and he stops again. You need oatmeal. Okay. Hmm. Aaron was already making the oatmeal. It's like they were talking telepathically. Yeah. Like their brainwaves are just in sync. So I finished my cereal and my eggs and bacon and sausage and biscuits and whatever else was put on the plate and ate the oatmeal. And I get there and Tab is like, 
He's, just, he's weighing everybody, novice included. He's weighing everybody. And I stepped on the scale, and I saw 277. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I turned you and you have not gotten full. I turned to look at Daniel, and I was like, damn it, son. He said, what? I was like, you put eight pounds on me between last night and today. He said, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. That was a great day. I was full. And apparently, my test level was in the 1500s. Woo! Yeah. Juiced. Juiced. Nice. Which, you know, I don't know how accurate that was because I had just poked and had blood work the, like two days after that. Yeah. But I was running, you know, I was running 250 a week at the mm-hmm. time. So it might have been, you know, my blood no, probably yeah, looked no. like fucking syrup. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty, pretty thick and heavy there. Thick. Mm. But you know what? I wasn't tired. Uh, no, <laughs> never got should tired. you ever be fueled up with <laughs> eight pounds of food and that kind of levels running? No, I was I was good to go all day. Nice, that was a good day. Shout out to Tab Hathaway, the Mill Monster Classic. It was a good one, very good day. Yeah, yeah, very good day. And then same thing for Red Brick. You know, we woke up and it was the fucking feast again. It's like a I, Golden Corral buffet. Bro, it's better than Golden food. Corral I ever thought about being at <laughs> Hotel Tate. They'll put it on you. Nice, nice. Yeah. <clears throat> when we go up there, should I, should I buy some steaks and take it up there with us? That's probably not a bad idea. By the way, rent for yeah. Hotel Tate. They told me that I didn't have to do this, but I'm doing it anyway. And I know that they're listening, so they're going to hear that I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, Hotel Tate rent is dark beer for Aaron. I'll let you get the beer because I'm I'm not a beer person. I'm not I'm not that kind of beer person either. They just told me they gave me a list of a couple of brands. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I found well, one of them okay. and bought it. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that's the case. Send me the list and you tell mm-hmm. me the one you got. And I'll also get some. Mm-hmm. And we can bring steaks up there because I can go get. We can go to. <gasps> we can go to Sam's. Gan. We have the ability to do that now. We do. I don't do know we? why that makes me so happy. We do. Yeah. Called actually adulting. Mm-hmm. Hey, my whoa, husband whoa, told me. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa! Hey, hold on. The only form of adulting that's done in this house is to pay the house payment and the utilities. That's it. <laughs> well, my husband put me on the Sam's membership yesterday. It's a family plan now. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't know that he's your husband. I swear, but you can't truly label him that. You when can't he label him your husband. <laughs> when he's trying to figure out I mean, how he fits into exactly. this love triangle. Never mind. <laughs> oh, he could have just been feeling sorry for you to put you on the Sam's membership. I mean, the man literally said, "Where do I fit in in this?" I mean, we had a we had a conversation. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> we had. A, <laughs> I'm fucking over it. I'm so done. I'm gonna go listen to Broken Heartsville for the rest of the night. Down in Broken Heartsville. Mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, but I feel like it's, you're going to turn on Rascal Flats. Oh, yeah. What hurts the most? There you go. Mm-hmm. Him and his. You were so close. Yeah. Never knowing what could have been. Mm-mm. Mm. There's right. a lot more validity to that song lately than I'd like to admit. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, let's not go down that no. road. <clears throat> mm. Anyway. Yeah, it's Boulevard, Broken Dreams. Uh, that's probably the one of the very few Green Day songs that I like. Be mad at me if you want people. Uh, I'm not. As I don't a, care for Green Day or Guns N' Roses. I can see that one. Yeah, I, I, I can see that one too. I man. wasn't the biggest fan of Guns, Guns no. N' Roses. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. No. But I am, but I am a fan of fan of Fat Axel Rose. Fat Axel Rose. Yes. The content that Fat Axel Rose provides is 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 pretty good. Yes. Yes. I, <clears throat> now, I can't be a fan of Skinny Axel Rose. Nope. I don't only, like it. Only Fat Axel Rose. Yep. I'm I'm not of either one. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not even going to act like I like Axl Rose at no, all. No, I, 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 I really don't. But I, I do. I do like to see that Axl Rose on stage singing and like I used to be like this lady heartthrob, but, but now the funny you part, are like yeah, a lady he, yourself. Like he was the most gorgeous singer yes. of that era, yes. no. and then he turns into that. No, he yes. was not the most gorgeous singer of that area. era. What? Are you kidding me? For people who are partying as hard as he was? No. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. No. I'm not yes. giving him that. Who, who's prettier? Yeah, who's I'm prettier. not giving him that. Who's prettier? Have you not seen the lead singer of Kiss post-makeup? You, you mean to tell me Paul Stanley prettier than Axl Rose? Absolutely. At the same time frame. In the 80s. Yes. Mm, no. This is post-makeup kiss. No. Post-makeup. No. Yes. No. Okay. You know what, motherfucker? As a <laughs> as a major kiss fan, I have to hardly disagree. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to bring up... There. Here, hold on. Let me find it real quick. Let me find it. Fat fingers. Let me find it. I'm still finding it. Still finding it. <laughs> Look at Paul Stanley on the cover of that I've album. I've seen Paul Stanley look at Paul, look at Paul Stanley multiple times. No, yes, no, no, no. I see him. No, look at that. I see him. I want you to take a good look at that. I see it. Okay. Well, let me let me see this. Let me see let me see the one you're Oh, that's a great picture to show that's me from right. that fucking far away. Come here. <laughs> yeah. Paul Stanley's far right next to Gene Simmons. No. Yes. Definitely not. Absolutely. No. No. And now mm-hmm. that's from okay. So that picture, that album, is from 1983. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's do this. Okay. Axel. You want to be his backpack, too? R- Paul Stanley. No. Mm-mm. No. Want to try to get inside of his four-way marriage? Mm-mm. Axel Rose, 1983. Let's see what that looks like. Young ladies heartthrob. All the hair. Yes. Now was eighty three. Was that when he brought out the red bandana, or was no, that before bandana? That's before the bandana. Because <clears throat> honestly, that's when like all the ladies were just yeah, oogling and ogling. All right, so I'll give him a fair shake with this picture. Yeah, me no, neither. no, yeah, nope, yeah. yep, yeah. not no. Mm-mm. Paul Stanley, no, no, mm-mm. Well, agree to disagree. I don't like him in, in, in any fashion, but he's still a prettier man. Who? Axel, Axel Rose. Axel Rose. No. Yes. No. Absolutely not. You're just supporting your people. Who's my people? He's a ginger. Okay, that's great, but that's not why. I, did you not just hear the fact I said I don't fucking like him? Well, yeah. I don't okay. fucking like him either. Okay. He's still a prettier human. No. Not now, at the time. No. <laughs> Paul Stanley is certainly better looking than him now. And why are we fangirling over Paul Stanley? I'm not fangirl. Oh, God damn it. You're <laughs> not. Mean, don't. This, don't. This, this is what I'm trying to figure out. We're not doing this. I mean, I, this, this is, this is not, a lot. This is, 
This is a lot to process. This is so much to take in right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck Axl Rose, okay? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But it is funny watching fat Axl Rose dress like 80s Axl Rose. Absolutely. <clears throat> Has he ever stopped? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. No, I don't Mm-mm. think so either. It's, pre- it's pretty pretty funny. Yeah. Especially because yeah. he's still trying to move and act like 80s Axl Rose. Yeah. <clears throat> he needs but to what, start hitting the cocaine much more than... What makes yeah. me really sad, though, is... Vince Neal, right now. Yeah, that one's a that one's a that's that a sad makes me sad. I'll tell you though, literally the other night, the most active, awesome, in shape person I've seen. We went and seen Journey, Arnel Pineda. Really, the the little Filipino guy mm-hmm. who's the new heads. Amazing dude's jumping around. Freaking doing kicks in the air, spins and twirls. I mean, he is jam up at like 56, 57 years old. Hell yeah. Dude's awesome. Hands down. Very cool. Me as a large fat man, I couldn't do that. No. no. Neither could I. <laughs> I'd be winded too bad. Mm-hmm. Vince Neal makes me really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody else's Motley crew is, it seems like they just kind of picked up where they left off. Mm-hmm. Except Vince. It's so sad. Isn't Tommy Lee doing pretty bad? No. Mm, I don't think so. Not that I know of. At one point, they were kind of really concerned for him. Are you talking about, you mean Tommy Lee or are you talking about Nikki Six? No, Nikki Six Six has been doing fantastic. Yeah, he's he's doing pretty good. Tommy Lee was like really bad off. Yeah. I don't think so. But I mean, I could be wrong. I know none I know. of them are Keith Richards doing fine, but I'm mean, <laughs> Keith Richards, they need to study his blood. I swear. Anyways, no, like that dude's got the antidote for everything in his Nikki blood. Six was doing a radio show for quite a while. On TK. It was on TK. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. And then right at the tail end of that, I want to say they were having a really bad concern for Tommy Lee at that time. I don't know how he's doing now, but I know at one point he was not doing well. I don't know. Maybe the well Apparently, you know, life after Pamela Anderson is hard on a lot of people. It was, uh, it's hard on Pamela Anderson, too. It's hard, on Pamela, Anderson. it's hard on Pamela Anderson. It's pretty rough on her. Boy, well. that's a train wreck nowadays. Man. Boy. But, I mean, Kid Rock didn't take it very well either. No. But, mm. that, you know, it's Kid Rock. He bounced back. He's kicking he's, ass. He's, like, a can he's of best friends with John <laughs> Daly. He's doing pretty good. Yeah. 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 And goes to UFC fights with Trump. I mean, that's one of my favorite I videos mean, ever. Did he? So it was him. Like, yeah, it, was in, Dana it was Dana White, Donald Dana Trump, White. and Kid Rock come walking out to American Badass. Yeah. Yeah, but there's somebody else that wasn't too, right? Mm-hmm. No, it was just them three. Well, the shitload of Secret Service. But it, it was, was just those three. Like, Dana. Like Dana had Donald Trump there as his guest, and yes. Kid Rock was there as Trump's guest. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yes. Yeah. And they came walking out to American Badass. Yeah. It's probably one of the most gangster walks. That's one of my favorite of fucking that's videos a, that's a, of all time. That's a strong come out. That's right a strong there. come. Like that is big dick energy. Yes. If and you that's like a him. statement to be yeah. made forever. And the, the whole arena is losing it. On yeah, they've mm. like like John Anderson and Joe Rogan, and I think. Uh, Daniel Cormier, Cormier yeah. was commentating that night. 
they, they couldn't speak because the, like the crowd overpowered them, overpowered the music, overpowered everything because they were going fucking bananas. Yeah. If I was Trump, that would be my walkout. Like that would be my video yeah, at, at that I would go out just, to any any fucking rally he could ever do for the rest of his life. Yeah. Have you not watched any of his campaign videos? I don't watch anything that involves politics you because they to. all fucking suck. You need to. You you need to take just a couple of minutes to watch some of Trump's campaign videos. Okay, tomorrow. <clears throat> I'm just saying, it'll brighten your day. I'll put it on the calendar. Yeah, do that. Yeah, it might get shoved back a few times. Okay, probably every time. If I I will do the research for you. That's fine. And I will send them to you. And you can watch them at your leisure. That's okay. That's great. Probably won't because I don't care for politics. Well, it's not politics. It's Trump. It's Trump being Trump. Mm. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not, by no means am I advocating my love for Donald Trump. Are you? No. I didn't love him. I certainly didn't love him. Are you trying to catty-bitch him too? I love the economy that we lived in under the Trump administration. (laughs) That was well, pretty he treated, cool. He treated what America has turned itself into, and he did it proper. Yeah. So. America was open for business when Donald Trump was president. Say what you want about him. I will say that any politician anywhere, like all the way down local levels, all the way up to the fucking top with president, I don't think you should have fucking social media. Like, especially Twitter. Like, like get off Twitter. Like, you don't fucking need Twitter X, whatever it's called now. Thanks, Elon. You're bringing it back. I, I don't think you need that. Because if we could have just kept Donald Trump off Twitter just a little while, just a little while, might have been okay. <laughs> might have been a little bit better. Not saying it was bad, but like it I wasn't somebody say, it wasn't somebody running Donald Trump's Twitter for him. You no, can tell was, that that was, was that was, was Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. I, was like, yes. I will say some of the things I saw him put out, I did chuckle. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh that hell was, yeah! I I did enjoy him sending fifty missiles to Syria at three o'clock in the morning, and people was like, "What was he doing? Taking a shit and just hit a button?" It's yeah. like this is it. You know, we're gonna take him out. All the things that came up after his after he got elected and yeah. made, you know, when he made James Mattis his defense secretary, secretary of defense, yeah. like first day on the job, walks in, sets his briefcase down, and bombs thirty one ISIS targets. Yeah, fucking smoked them. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. You want to talk about somebody? I'd be scared to grab, like, be grabbed by James Mattis? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Even at his age, right now. Yeah. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Hey, he walked in the front door. Sir, you own this house. Yeah. You own everything about this house. You can have my dogs. For those I'd, who I'd, are, I'd offer him my white shoes. I'd be like, here you go. <laughs> see, these are for you. Sir. For those who are unfamiliar with who we are talking about, we are talking about United States Marine Corps Four Star General James Mattis, who was told by the Marine Corps that he was too aggressive to be the commandant. The fucking Marine Corps told him he was too aggressive to be the commandant of the Marine Corps. If that don't fucking send you shivers down your little spine. This is the same man that said always carry a knife because there could be cake or you may have to fucking stab somebody. Yeah. Now you know why I'm buying so many knives. Indeed. Because of cake. Because of cake. I think I'm up to 10 now. Yeah. That means I can have 10 different cakes. Yeah. This man was asked, what are you afraid of, General? I'm not afraid of anything. I strike fear in other people. <clears throat> yeah. He has a book out called Call Sign Chaos. Yeah, what was, what was the one? He's like, I come to you in peace with tears in my eyes, but just know that if I have to, I, I have a plan to kill everyone. Something along those lines. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah that's yeah. the same thing. 
like he's, everyone he's, he's ever met, he has a plan to kill. Yeah. Or he has thought about how he would kill him. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. The man that was told you are too aggressive to be the commandant of the Marine Corps was a secretary of defense for two years under Donald Trump and almost wiped ISIS off the fucking map yeah. in a very short amount of time. And didn't think twice. No, not at all. He was always like, I think we should send more. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why we dropped the Moab. Because mm-hmm. it was James Madison going, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was literally, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, I see nothing <clears throat> wrong here. Nope. It's crazy. You know, like, but he, he withdrew after two years for his issues. Like I said, I'm not telling you the story. You don't know who yeah. James Madison is. You need to look it up. He's a very influential figure, and he and he will definitely be an influential figure in the history of the world and of our country and of war and of all of that. Um, very, very influential person, as well as Admiral William H. McRaven, who also did not get along at all with Donald Trump. Yes. But stood by his guns, stood his ground. I'm mm-hmm. a big fan of Admiral McRaven. Yeah. <clears throat> 37-year veteran of the United States Navy um, Navy SEAL. 37 fucking years. He was an active duty Navy SEAL for 37 years. Made it all the way up to a four-star admiral and was the commander of all of special operations for uh, the, 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 the military. All of them. Everybody. Whole military. He was the commander of SOCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Retired as the bullfrog for the United States Navy and then went to be the chancellor of the University of Texas. Hook him. Hook him horn. <laughs> That's where he gave the, if you've never heard the speech, you know, make your bed. That was his 20-minute acceptance speech for... Um, I listened to that. <clears throat> yeah. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah. That was his 20-minute acceptance speech of from his retirement going into UT. Hmm. Yeah. You need to check that out if you haven't seen it. I'll have to check it out. Pretty sweet. It's 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 very relatable. Yeah. Like even even for someone as like us, it's very relatable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Start your day with one accomplishment and the rest of the day will fall in line. Yes, sir. I can that kind of bowls the whole twenty minute speech down to that. Yeah. But it's still insanely relatable. You need to watch it. If you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. You also need to watch uh two or like almost three minute clip from uh Jocko Willink, uh just good. Just type in Jocko Good on YouTube. That's another good one. I could, five, dude, I could run through a fucking wall after I listen to that one. I've listened to that one. I don't know how many times, like at, but like before a big lift or before a lot of just things that suck. I listen to that video, <laughs> smoke them, get them done. Yeah, Joe Rogan talks about it a lot. He, uh, yeah, he will go before I do anything. I will, I will think about that clip in my head. Like if he gets going to bed or if he's getting ready to work out, if he's getting ready to do the podcast. He'll, mm-hmm. He'll play that in his in his head, and mm-hmm. that's, that's how he gets ready. Mm-hmm. Yes, I could probably as many times as I've watched that video, I could probably recite it word for word. But it's not going to be. It's not. I could never do it justice. Yeah. Never. As uh, one of my favorite go tos to listen to is, uh, I listen to two people a good bit. One of them, of course, everybody in the world knows who CT Fletcher is. Yeah, steal your motherfucking set. Yeah. His, you know, his motivation for living life speeches, not necessarily his workout, because, you know, he flatlined three times, mm-hmm. open heart surgery, but, you know, he's like, make the most, you know, he, his agenda and Tony Robbins. Really? 
Dude, jam up. Okay. Tony Robbins has a pretty good one here recently. Tony with, Robbins is, uh, is jam up. Because, and Tony Robbins also wears the black clover hats. His are just different colors. He gets the color package. Hmm. Yeah, he's yeah. he's jam up. Okay. Yeah, Tony I, Robbins. I listen to him, C.T. Fletcher stuff every now and then. Really get you going, get you through the day, get you to thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm breathing, let's do something. Someone I, I started listening to... He only does like little reels on Instagram, but his name is Jordan Ferrone. Ferrone. Mm. He's Canadian. I don't know exactly how it's pronounced, but he does. Uh, he'll do a little intro, then he does an uh, ice bath. Mm-hmm. And while he's in the ice bath, he'll he kind of says a nice little motto for the day. Yeah, it's been it's it's helpful in a way of it's quick, it's easy. He's he's doing it while he's submerged in one degree Celsius water. Yeah, and you're just like. This dude is giving me some thought-provoking information here while he's in a fucking terrible situation because there's been a few times that water has been insanely cold. Like he yeah. uses a sledgehammer to break the ice. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Like he, you, you can watch some of the videos. He'll start off with a 10-pound sledgehammer, and he just fucking smashes that ice. And he goes, yeah, we're, we'll be in here for three minutes. And, like, that's probably all you got. That's probably all you're going to take, yeah. But, yeah, like, he he's pretty good to listen to he's he started his series called an ice bath every single day he did it for a year mm. and then he wrote a book about it mm. and now he's at day 425 i think is what it was today i'm not entirely sure i have to go back and look but yeah like he does he's done that every morning for over a year now and it's it's a good thing to listen to um there's a few other pages that's not videos they're just like slides it's kind of thought provoking, mm. um, but there's there's inspiration to find everywhere. Oh, all day. I mean, so. I literally am able to when I need a good laugh, but it realistically, it, it makes sense to the Uncle Joey motivations. Oh, Joey Diaz, dude, bro, I fucking I mean, love Joey he's like, Diaz. Wake up, cocksuckers! It's Monday. <clears throat> We're you know, it's Monday, get this shit over with. <clears throat> get you, take eat your breakfast. Get out there. Gives a fuck what anybody thinks. You know, eat your breakfast, smoke yeah. your weed. Yeah, do what you got to do, motherfucker. Yeah, Don't care about what any of these motherfuckers funny, say. But I mean, it's it's truth in the context. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like, blue cheese with wings. Or go fuck your mother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean. <laughs> You know, and I, I one thing, I, one, thing I, one thing I love is I love his speech where he's all like, "You, you, you don't need twenty motherfuckers. You just yeah. give me three. Dude. Need, I can take th- over a country. I take over a country with three motherfuckers. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, "Give me three mo- bad. You're finished. You're <laughs> finished. You're bad. Mo- give us Monday morning. You're bad motherfucker. Yeah, <clears throat> I love Uncle Joey. He's but, but I think you know, in, in the world we're in today, it's good that people can find different." Relate to different people in different ways like that, and get their inspiration for sure. Absolutely, yeah. Because the the main thing about that, whenever you think about it, is different people find inspiration in their own ways. Yes. And now we have such a vast variety of way to find your information. Like mine is the short little clips, and Mm they're so often the twenty minute speech and stuff like that. But mine, I kind of have to listen to it in a short term to give me Mm -hmm. time to think about it. Yeah. Uh, Josh's is kind of yours, in my opinion. Yours is kind of like the the ten minute long. Like that's what you like to listen to because you you have the time to kind of go back and, and reel on it. Because mm-hmm. um, Jocko's good. There's one that he put out before that was like ten minutes, and you stayed on that for a while too. I don't remember exactly what that one was about. Uh, you, you the know? one that 
the one that I was listening to, I don't think it was 10 minutes. It very well could be. But it was it, in that range. It, it was, was somewhere along that. But he was talking about what do I do? Like, like what do I do on the days where I don't want to do it? You mm-hmm. know, I go anyway. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. You got him and you've got Goggins. Um, David Goggins is just that, that dude. We need to study his DNA also because that motherfucker, that yeah. dude ain't fucking from here. No. <clears throat> uh, you got that, and I like Tim Kennedy a lot. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Tim Kennedy. His, uh, his, his, uh, his view on freedom and democracy and the republic and all of those things. Uh, wow, what is the expression? Dangerous freedom, I think, is what it's called. Is what he is. I'd have to. I gotta go. I'm, I'm butchering, it and I'm, I apologize, but I gotta go back. Um. But his his outlook on those kinds of things like that, I really I really like it a lot. With him and uh, Kelsey Sheeran, I really like her a lot. She is uh, she's she is a huge huge advocate for mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, she I mean she does a live on Instagram every Monday on you know, Mental Health Mondays. Yeah, uh, I like her a lot. Um, there's just a lot of a lot of good people out there. I'm glad that mental health is finally starting to get pushed towards the forefront. You know, it's taken yeah. way longer than it ever should not, have. Not only that, I'm the the advocates for it too. Yeah, is a big deal because yes. you had you'd have you'd have men to talk about it, mm-hmm. but since it's a dude, it's just like oh, it's just another dude is just talking shit basically. Yeah, and then when you have like these these women that. Are saying, "Hey, these dudes reach out, and we put them down because we're trying to change the the stereotypes of men against women. Mm. Why is it men against women? Why is yeah. it not men with women bettering yeah. each other?" Yeah, and that's that's been the biggest eye opener for me is that mm. there's women out there that are willing to have this conversation for men. In, in their view of it and saying women as a whole suck shit <laughs> like we are absolute garbage because you have a dude that goes to work every day busts his ass doing a job you never in your life want to fucking do mm-hmm. and then you belittle him and you degrade him because he doesn't want to take the trash out after working 10 hours mm-hmm. go fuck yourself and then there's that and on the flip side of that there is dudes is like there's women that are stuck in hell holes because their dude are fu- is is possessive and he's mm-hmm. jealous and he's not bettering the situation. He fucking terrifies his lady because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And he won't help her get better. Mm-hmm. And when she tries to better herself, he fucking just knocks it down. Yeah. So the 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 landscape of mental health in general has, in my opinion, done a complete 180. Mm-hmm. It is in a 180 for the better. Because mm-hmm. now you have the opposite sides actually going for each other instead yeah. of against each other. Yeah. So that is, that has been uh, a big eye opener to me now. Yeah. And you know, with the platforms of Instagram, Facebook, yes, X, all day, like all that stuff that's is starting to take hold on people. It's, it's good to see. And, and, and it's good to see because you have a lot of, a lot of, women and, and young girls in the world today who they're coming out with the gun going straight into getting successful having being strong and and independent but they're also considerate of men 
Mm-hmm. And and if you've noticed, and I've noticed it as well, some of those ones who come out and are able to get it done on their own, they're pretty self-aware of the man that's there. Mm-hmm. They're pretty aware of, okay, I can, I'm not, because, yeah, they, they've achieved the success they needed without the help of somebody. Some of them are bitches and will mm-hmm. shut you down, but a lot of them, they, they recognize and they're there, you know, they're, they're, they understand that the guy and they're, you know, they're, they have the pride in themselves, but especially if they're with the guy, they take pride in them as well. Yeah. You know, and, and that's something that's good to see in today as well, because I mean, of course, some, some, some women out there, like you say, they get super, it's, it's me, me, me. Mm-hmm. Men are like that too. And men are definitely men, like men that. Men are very oh, much yeah. like that as well. Men will, men will look at the woman as not an equal as a down, mm-hmm. you know, and just roll with that. And it puts the women in a bad mental state. And, you know, the same as with men in mm-hmm. a bad mental state. But it's definitely good that people, mental health, like Josh said, is coming to the forefront and, and able to be addressed. And it's crazy because even in a, you know, the masculine strongman community, mental health is being brought to the forefront, which is awesome. You know, a lot yeah. of people go to that gym to iron out their demons and mm-hmm. get their frustrations out and be still being able to talk about it is a plus. Well, one of the one of the companies that I use, I see the only company I use for my beard stuff is mm-hmm. they're called the Beard Struggle. Mm-hmm. And they actually sponsor like five of the top strongmen on the planet. They yeah. have Brian Shaw, Eddie Hall, and a few of the other ones. That mm-hmm. I, I just don't know the names, but those are like the two prominent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, their motto is strong men talk. Yeah. So like, when you have a company that's sponsoring, you know, strong men com- uh, competitors or just, you know, lifting athletes of some sort, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like CrossFit or your powerlifter mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, when you have a international company that is willing to be like, hey, at any point in time, if you have an issue, like, we can help you get someone to talk yeah. with. And um, this isn't a plug because mm-hmm. I'm an ambassador for them. I got yeah. whatever, but just just going through and looking at that kind of stuff on their website and looking at the material that they'll send whenever I order stuff. It's like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah. Like I've ordered through multiple companies of, of things like that. Mm-hmm. And none of them has been that way. Yeah. None of them goes to the point of, Hey, welcome to this family. Mm-hmm. You have now entered into a community that at any point in time, whatever you're going through, we have ways to help. Yeah. And so, absolutely. um, that's really, really cool, in my opinion, that mm. you have something like that. And now that kind of thought process is start is really starting to kind of branch mm-hmm. uh, into like different weightlifting companies and stuff yeah. like that. So that's really cool to see. Absolutely, yeah. So, Just to give you know the the typical. Not Blackfeet stereotype, but just macho muscle guy stereotype. An opportunity to talk about what's going through their minds. Yeah. I mean, everybody has their demons. Oh yeah, by far, all day. I mean, I know, that, like Josh uses his uh, his battles for fuel when he's working out. We've had mm-hmm. this conversation. We've had it on here. Mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, I'm not exactly in his position to talk about it, but I know he does that. That mm-hmm. helps. That's a release for him. Can be yeah. a release for you as well. Yeah, um, mine. I, I tell you, mine. The the battles I struggle with. You know, I, I get them out in the gym. But I tell you, the it's it's a relief that helps me fight them or my two kids. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're the best thing ever in my world. I have a daughter and I have a son. Both mm-hmm. of them, you know, my daughter should be five in April, and 
my dude, the little dude, he just turned three in December. And it's like those two, because th- there was times in my life I was a shitty person. I look mm. back in my life and I'm like, I was, a, I was a prick at times, you know what I mean? Why did God give me two of the sweetest, nicest kids who will humble you in a minute? You know what I mean? And it's like, that's karma in its way, but I, I look at it as my lesson. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you, you had some bad times, but you here's your redemption. Here's your, here's your weapons to battle your demons to make you a better person. Mm-hmm. Is I'm going to give you two of the nicest, sweetest kids. Now, they hate each other and fight each other, but that's brother-sister thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? But generally, they are the greatest things ever, like the sweetest kids. And I love that about them. My money's still on the fridge when it comes to his children. My money will forever and always be on the fridge. Nice. But, yeah, like, that's that's now a fantastic topic that's no longer taboo to talk about. Because mm. I felt very, very insecure about going to a therapist mm. whenever my ex and I was, was starting that. And I, I fought that tooth and nail. Yeah. Just because... It's not that I was raised to be uh, anti-therapy. Yeah. It was just not uh, an option. It was not what you did. You know yeah, it I mean? wasn't yeah. a topic of discussion. It was, hey, man, you, you all right? Yeah. No. Well, I hate to tell you, but you got to suck it up and get over it. We got exactly. shit to do. And I know on occasions it's fine mm. because it does get you <clears throat> out of the headspace. But when that situation's done, well, your headspace is back. Yeah. It hasn't left. You just yeah, kind of set it down and mm-hmm. you didn't walk away. You just kind of overlooked it for a while, and now you're like, oh, you're still here. Exactly. They pick you up and see what the fuck is wrong. Yeah. And now the, the therapist that I have, I actually I think I'll be seeing them Thursday. Um, you know, when you find the right therapist for you, because mm-hmm. there is a learning curve. Mm-hmm. I got lucky. My The only one I've ever had, the only one I've ever seen, he's really, really good. He's, yeah. he's insanely neutral. He doesn't choose sides. He He's like, okay, this is what you've done. Why did one? Why did you do it? Two. How did how did you go about afterwards? Like how did you feel after that kind of thing? Yeah. And uh, like it's, I recommend it. Even yeah. if you don't think you're in a position where you should go to one, you mm, should absolutely all day. Now, at least go. At least go once. Give it and just give it the old college try, as they say. Yeah. Just give them an hour. Mm. You may not talk anything. You may literally just talk sports. You yeah. may shoot the shit the whole time. Mm-hmm. But at least you gave it uh, an option. Yeah, you gave it the try. Yeah, I've said this before. Um, I read it. A it was like a uh, army colonel. Mm-hmm. He was stationed wherever you know, and he made a appointment every week. It was every Friday to go talk to the uh, the shrink on base, mm-hmm. and he would go in there and they would never talk. He would talk about sports, fishing, whatever. Eventually, it came to the point of the therapist was like, "Hey, man, you come in here every day or every Friday for an hour." And we don't talk about anything. Why? He goes, well, I might not be fucked up, but my men might be. Mm-hmm. And I'm a leader. So if they see me come here and they think it's okay for me to be in there, they they should feel like it's okay for them to go. Yeah. So like, it, that's insane to me. Yeah. And that's a, but that's smart on his part to think that way. Right. And for then sure. it's, just, it's just a domino effect. When mm-hmm. you see your friends going, hey, man, I don't know what to do. I got something I can suggest. Go see a therapist. I can only do so much as a friend and I'm going to try to make sure that I take care of you as a friend, but there's a point where I, as a friend, I can't call you anymore. 
Yeah. Go to a person who's neutral, who's going to be like, hey, dude, or hey, lady, whatever it is that's going on, we're going to work through this. And the way the times are shifting and the world is shifting, it's needed, mm-hmm. you know, heavily needed. It is. Because it's not the same world it was 10 years ago. It's not the same world 20 years ago when we were growing up and it's going through. It's not the same as it was, honestly, last year. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, we are like, we are two months into this year, and it's already been 10 years yeah. since last year. Yeah. That's the way it's felt. For sure. All day. You okay, sir? Yeah, I'm good. We'll make sure you you yeah, just being quiet. Sure. Well, one, I feel like I talked too much on the show, and you were talking, and I was letting you talk, and because I was enjoying it and enjoying hearing you talk <clears throat> and interacting. And two, y'all were talking about relationships and things like that, and I've got zero positive input for any of that. So I was just keeping it to myself. See, I felt like whenever you were doing the daily. Men's mental health. That was awesome. He was doing it daily. I dropped the ball severely. Well, you were you started out doing it there, and I was I, I would I would tune in and check them out and listen to the quick pick of it there. So positive influence done. Well, I appreciate that, but the the you know I gotta I gotta give it to Jake because Jake set it out to do it every single day, and he did it every single day. It was hard. Oh, I, I would imagine. I felt like. I didn't have anything to say every single day. That's why I didn't. <clears throat> and then I started, I, I fucking just shit started going downhill. And, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, you know, that's that why I was just being quiet, you know, letting you, letting you get your time. Cause, you know, you, you are in the background a lot, doing a lot of things for the show and just doing, you know, doing more than I can, I'm capable of doing in a lot of different ways. So, you uh you were talking so i was letting you talk and like i said um i've got nothing positive to say about relationships or emotions or any of that stuff so i was uh i was bowing out of that one that's fine one of the reasons i've actually had this conversation with a few people recently uh i'm i'm not very well versed in the strongman world Mm -hmm. Uh, i i understand lifting i get that sure but when it comes to the competitions and what's happened there i haven't been any of them so Mm -hmm. i don't really have much to say yeah. Like I, I kind of poke and prod. I ask my questions. Like the, the most common one I ask is, um, what do you think we could do about judging and mm-hmm. how you get kind of a level playing field when it comes to the judges? Like that's yeah. my one solid question I'll ask anybody. <sighs> um, but going back to the, the relationship, emotions, all that jazz. Um, one thing that helped me out for the 30 days is I got a whiteboard back there mm-hmm. and I would write down my ideas on that. Or yeah. I watched a show called Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Apple TV. They only had yeah. three seasons, but man, it was fantastic. I wish they would do another 10. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would watch it every day mm-hmm. if I could. But um, but yeah, like doing doing that little bit, just having where I could write down my ideas because I'm not a big journal person. Yeah. I'd rather just kind of write my idea down, look at it. All right, cool. And then my slate is clean as yeah. soon as I accomplish it. It's it's it is a idea. It is now the thought process has started. Now my actions has to follow what's on the board. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I get done with it, clear. Yeah. All right, cool. Clean slate for the next day or clean slate for next week. Mm-hmm. And I never really said it like that during the 30 days, but that's how it helped me get through. Because about day 19, day 20, dude, I I, I was fried. Like, it didn't seem like it, but I struggled every day from that point to the end of the month. Yeah. And... The people like the guy I talked about earlier has done it four hundred some odd days. That's insane. That's to wild. Me. Yeah, that to, is to, to be able to get that and be able to have a, a meaningful something of worth mm-hmm. put out every day like that. 
is, yeah. and it's nuts. Like you're doing it at a time where you're in a cold bath yeah. at 32 to 34 degrees. Yeah. You're doing it for up to three minutes every time. You have to, you know, plan out what you're going to say. And then as you start to say it, you're not chattering your teeth. Mm-hmm. Like that's nuts to me. And to be able to get the point across without like rambling on somewhere too. Yeah. Right. For sure. All day. That's that's a lot. Yeah, that that guy amazes me. And there's another guy on there. Um, I don't know if you're like in the D and D. You are? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you know that? I did not. Oh, okay. Well then a guy you might want to look into on Instagram, his name is Tank Tolman. Um he is his characters is like a Elvis barbarian, elfish barbarian kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does like he he was a former MMA fighter. Um, then he started doing the thing. He calls it his nerd workout. So like he'll kind of use things around his house. He does have a workout like set, but he also has kids, and he'll incorporate his kids into his workouts and stuff. Yeah. Um, but he does a bunch of cosplaying, and he will have inspirational messages and stuff like that. There's another guy that um. I just discovered the other day, uh, his name is Quincy something, Quincy, Quincy talks or something like that. Uh, very short statured guy. Mm-hmm. And he pretends or he not, he doesn't pretend he, he dresses up as a tavern owner. And he's, he's the kind of guy that you'd walk in basically your average bartender that you need to have a conversation with. Mm-hmm. He's that kind of guy, you know? And just stuff like that, like just listening to that kind of perspective from an from a provoking figure in that kind of community. Because yeah. there's people that hold their things to a insane value, yeah, and that's great and as it should. But when you take away what they're dressing up or cosplaying mm-hmm. or pretending to be, however it is you want to go about it, if we actually listen to what's being said, like it doesn't matter what they are dressing up as, what yeah. they're saying has weight, yeah, yeah. and. I mean, there's plenty of ladies that do it too, but I just I, I haven't found any that's um I just haven't found any that I, I can relate to. Relate like to, that, yeah. 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 I can't attach myself because mm-hmm. like the majority of the ladies that do the cosplay and kind of stuff like that is, is like they're really good at it, but mm-hmm. they don't do videos like that. It's just yeah. more of the pictures kind of thing. Um but yeah, like those are two guys. Like if that's the kind of thing you're into, mm-hmm. you should honestly look into them. Yeah, see, it, it's funny because uh, back in for several years up before COVID, I would cosplay as Batman, okay. and I would visit sick children in hospitals, mm-hmm. and that was kind of thing. Uh, me and a best friend of mine, we created the Charity Avengers. That was our group. We would all have a group of people who would go visit, you know, we'd do like the uh, muscle dystrophy walks, you know, things like that, do all of that to, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen him. He, he also cooks, does videos where he cooks like a quick meal for you. Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, he, uh, but yeah, we would go visit sick kids in hospitals and things like that. And it was, it was also before I'd had kids and everything there. But one of them had kind of struck me, man. It was like a surreal moment. She was the sweetest little girl, and uh, she she was she was dying, um, and she ended up passing away like four months after I'd visited her. But uh, 
you know, I, I asked her, I said, well, what would you like to, you know, do, you know, what's your, what's kind of your, you know, she said she just, you know, she, she's, she had accepted what was coming for her and she was only like eight, I think eight or nine. But the fact that somebody like that had accepted her reality and she's like, I've just loved my life. Like that was something to, for me to, to look back on this, like it, it, and it was shortly before I had my kids. Like, literally, I think the year before, because Ava was born in 2019. And I want to say it may have been the beginning of part of 2019 when I visited her. And it's like, man, that was a surreal thing. She's like, enjoy my life. And then I had kids, and they turned out to be the sweetest things ever, you know, most nicest kids ever. It's like, it, it made me start with my mental shift of, okay, start start appreciating things more. Start, ex, you know, grasping and accepting your humanity for what it is you know and, and make the most of what i can with it and and it was it was awesome but the uh covid had set in so it messed us up on our visiting sick kids and hospitals and things like that but and another one we enjoyed doing with the charity avengers was the down syndrome walks those guys are awesome and, and girls they were all just great people to do over there in mobile but we would travel we would go North Alabama, over into Florida at the hospitals there. Did a trip to a children's hospital up up north, a little bit further. Uh, but they were all great, and uh, it, it's something I enjoy doing a lot. Was dressing up as superheroes for these kids. You know, it made their day for that day. So that was always fun. It's a good thing, honestly, because like um, I know there's a couple of Instagram pages that a bunch of people they they joined and kind of do that too, mm -hmm. and it's a fun time. Like just looking at what they've done uh, for whatever hospital or event that they're going to, you know, you got you got people that dress up as Spider Man, got people that dress up as Iron Man, and yeah. Captain America, and all those kind of guys and, and girls, and it's just you know it's a way to enjoy your your nerd side while also looking at positive things happening. So. You have something to say, sir? I'm sorry. I, may, I thought I may have cut you off. No, sir. That's my bad, man. That's you? That's me. Like no. 100% uh, okay, good. That's pretty fucking dope. Did you have the black Lambo to go with it? Dude, I had, a, I had the full scale on it. Nice. But that's no, awesome. I have instead black motorcycle. Okay. Motorcycle right. Batman. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I can't afford a Lambo. That many people can. No. No. But that's... uh. This is my buddy who does the Robin with me. We'll go as Batman and Robin to visit the sick kids. I'm a fan. Very nice. Oh yeah. But he's using he's using like nineties theme. Robin. Yeah. That yeah. makes me happy. But yeah, the oh boy, this went on. This went in a direction I didn't expect it to. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to go for this direction, but yeah. hey, it's, it's good. No, it it's good with me. Yeah. And we uh, we have an episode. It's episode eleven. We did a full men's mental health um, episode, and that's been one of the topics that we've had. Whenever we go to do the roundtable, do we bring that topic up? Yeah. Like, what is your inspiration behind working out? Mm -hmm. I mean, some guys and girls are like, "I just want to be strong." Cool. Some people have anger that they mm -hmm. want to work out. Some people have frustration they want to work out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just what do you do to help your mental health, kind of thing. So. Yeah, one of the one of the great things that I since having my kids doing strong man is I, I took it as an opportunity. I wanted to give my kids something 
uh, of course, being the best dad I could be, but I wanted them to look at, hey, I accomplished something by trying to do it. Mm-hmm. To give them something to look at later on when they get old enough to go, hey, my dad was able to go out there and try it, and he was able to accomplish something. And that way, it gives them a little bit of inspiration or motivation mm-hmm. one day down the road to go, if I can try to do this, I might can succeed too. Because, I I mean, I haven't won every competition I've been in, and I haven't even gotten top five in competitions, you know, in times. and. I've had my failures, but I've highlighted that and showed that as well. And I want mm-hmm. them to be able to see you're going to fail sometimes. You're not going to win them all. But I have been fortunate enough to get on the podium at some. You know what I mean? So I want them to see that he was able to do something. That way they can have a little bit of pride in, in what I've done and be able to look and go, I can do the same thing. Not necessarily in being strong man or whatever, mm-hmm. but something in general in life. Give yeah. it a try. See if you can do it. Yeah, you got to have your highs and you got to yeah. have your lows. You got to so show you can the appreciate lows. both. I, I, I hate. In some of the social media world we live in, nobody likes to show those lows. They want you to only think they're as successful as they are and as as good as they can be. And, you know, I I hate that at times because people watch that, see that, and they think, okay, it's just that easy to dive in, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's not. No. And that that is kind of the downside to social media because if you show negative or if you don't show anything accomplishing stuff, people just say, oh, well, this dude's a failure. This lady failed. Or, you know, this group of people suck. Yeah. It's like, well, they suck because they're they're trying to do something better and they're yeah. not good at it yet. Yeah. And I, me personally, I'm, I have a bad habit of that. I've, I've, many times I've bailed out of something. It's like, I'm not going to have fun doing this because I'm not going to do good. Mm-hmm. And I, I personally hate looking like a failure. Yeah. But over the last couple of years, it's just like, you got to fail. You got. You to. have yeah. to fail to get better. You have to. If failure is, you know, failure's a part of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I say, I, I I make sure to to capture those. I, I mean, I've got a phone video full of failed attempts at lifts or failed doing anything. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, you know, it's something that. And like I say, once again, going back to having the sweetest damn kids in the world. I'll show them videos because they'll sit there on my phones watching videos and stuff, and they'll see a videos. You know, and my son, who, you know, in that sweet three-year-old voice, you'll pick that up again, Daddy. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, it, and that's a motivation. Well, shit, I need to go try to lift this thing one more time. You know what I mean? Which is which is awesome. And like I say, that that's one of my ordeals is to try to highlight, you know, that, you know, I, I was able to try something, have some success with it, and let my kids see that that's an opportunity for them down the road, too. Like I say, not necessarily a strongman, but he'll give it a try. Well, one of the things I can brag on Josh about is the the time he took his kids up to Stapleton to do the strongman workout, mm-hmm. and he had his kids working out up there with him. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Zach says something to you, and I thought that you were getting ready to move that whole fucking hangar. Like, I thought you could have put straps on that building and started pulling. Like, you just, having your kids around you were, like, you were, you were enjoying them working out with you, but when they were like, Dad, it's your turn. You're like, fuck, let's go. Well, yeah. Yeah, I know. And, and that that made me happy seeing you get that because I know I know why you go to work out. I know why. But when you had your kids up there, dude, I promise you, you could have moved way more weight with your kids there than you ever could have for the other days you go to work out. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, it's. I don't know how to explain it, you know. I've I've been sitting here quietly, just kind of pondering and listening, and you know, mm-hmm. just just running through 
everything right now. And <clears throat> I, uh, I was, uh, before you brought this up, I was kind of just going to write it out and be quiet for a while just because of everything lately and all this stuff. I just haven't had a really positive outlook on anything in quite a while just with everything that's been going on. And, um, I don't know. It's, I still have my struggles, you know, not just with everything lately, you know, there's cause I could, I could go on for fucking hours about that, but it wouldn't matter. Cause who gives whatever. You have two people uh, right here who give a yeah. shit. Well, yeah, I got that. But, I, I guarantee I know, but, but you that's, have, that's another reason why yeah. I've kept myself quiet. Cause I don't have a positive outlook right now. I don't have a positive attitude. I don't have any of that. That was discussed in November. I I don't have that right now. Well, we got another November coming up. <sighs> uh, it doesn't really matter to me what day, month, week, or year it is. It's just it is what it is. Just gonna whatever. I, like I said, I don't have positive things to say about mental health right now, even though I should. I don't have positive things to say about relationships right now. I don't have positive things to say about emotions or really about any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't. And I'm not going to bring it down for mm-hmm. you two that are having a great conversation about it and a necessary conversation. You know, you have both have great opinions and great outlooks and, you know, great words to say about that. I don't. I, I absolutely do not about anything right now. So that's okay, though. That's why yeah. I've kept it to myself. But, you know, having my kids around. Doing things like that. They're one of the main reasons why I do that. Yeah. Like the, one of my favorite quotes in all of fucking antiquity is it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yeah. Like, yeah, that is fuel for me for a lot of different things. And having my kids there to tell me, Hey, you know, good job, daddy. You can do it, bro. I'm ready to like, I will watch the entire fucking universe burn over my kids and not give a fuck who's in my way. Exactly. So it's, that's just, that's it. Really? That's it. You know, I don't specifically remember what you're talking about. What day that was the, the truck pulled. Uh, Okay. Yeah. So that was, I thought you were going to pull that truck through that building, like through the wall. Yeah. That's, it's my kids, man. I gotta, first of all, the big thing is because I wanted my kids to try it. Yeah. And you know, them seeing me do it, well, then, then Zach and Riley and even the baby was like, Daddy, I want to try that. I didn't let the baby do it just because, you know. It's, we hard. it's a baby. Well, she was three. Yeah. No, she was, she was four. She was, she was four or five. She was four. She was close to that. But uh, it was just like, no, baby, it's not, not yet. No, she was five. It was last year. It was before she was her sixth birthday. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember yeah. what you're talking about now. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was the day where I made Kirsten eat shit on yeah. accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. It was. Um, it was. <clears throat> but them seeing me do it, then then they were like, I think I can do this. Like, I, f- I know you can, and I'm yeah. not going to tell you you can't. If you try and you fail, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Fail. Eat shit. Do it wrong. Get it wrong. Whatever. But don't quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fail. Learn. Succeed. Keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And then Zach was like, can you show me how to deadlift? He showed me how to deadlift something. So him at nine is grabbing a hundred pound frame and walking around with it. Well, apparently you can move more weight than you and I both thought you could. So there's that. It's just fuel because they, I I don't know, man. It's something about, something about being better for your kids. 
it's that, it's that dad life. It's that sure. dad life. You know, it's a lot of people don't understand it. And there's dads out there that don't understand it. And it breaks my heart for them yes. and their kids. There's there's moms out there too that don't understand it as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big time. I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand how a parent can not be present in a child's life. Like this past week, just because of everything that was going on between my schedule and their schedule and just shit that just kept fucking happening. I didn't see my kids for almost three days. Yeah. And I went fucking crazy. Yeah. I absolutely went nuts. Like I I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So like I had them all day yesterday. I had them all day today. I'm off tomorrow. I'll probably go get them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can't, I, I can't not be present for my kids. Now, granted, I still have my struggles, yeah. very much so, because I haven't been the best dad in the past, and I don't think I am now, because I know I'm, I'm a, I'm a hard ass, and I'm, I'm all these things. But I, even the mistakes I make come from love, the love for my kids. Because that's about the only thing I have any love for anymore. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. Is my yeah. kids? Because you know, I don't believe in love really at all that kind of emotional anything investment um i don't really believe in that anymore i thought i was starting to recently and uh i got burned really bad so there's that i'm not going to expound on that i'm not going to do any of that so that's okay it is what it is yeah yeah it's over and done with and here we are well just give you my point of view on what you were saying earlier about you didn't have anything positive to say I'd still rather you say it yeah hold it in okay fuck love fuck emotions fuck all that shit that's fine I don't have like I said I don't have I don't believe in that anymore Mm -hmm. like I said I was starting to Mm -hmm. and then I don't anymore it's over that's fine whatever I don't like I said I don't I don't want to be the one to talk about that because I'm going to ruin it you're going to have all these great, one of y'all or both of y'all may have all these great, glorious, magnificent things to say. I mean, you're happily married mm-hmm. and you have two great kids. You have, a, sounds like you have a great relationship. That's great. I'm glad you have that. Yeah, have I don't believe that. Huh? Have you met my husband? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's wonderful. He's wonderful. I don't, I don't believe in that. Like, I don't believe that that exists for me. I don't. I don't see it. I don't, and really, truly, I don't fucking want it. Because in my my marriage, this is not me. This I'm not shitting on her. I'm not talking bad about her, and I'm not saying anything that I haven't said to her. I'm taking a lot of blame for that because of the issues that I had and the the things that I did in my marriage. I I wasn't a good husband. I wasn't a good father. I wasn't easy to be married to. But that was I was pretty hard and heavy in the fire service then because that was the I thought that was the only thing that I could do. And I thought that's what I was going to do as a career. I thought that was what was going to be what ended my life, honestly, mm-hmm. <clears throat> was the fire service. And then um, it takes a toll. Like, I, 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 and I hate the, the output, the outlook that I have on the fire service now because the we desperately need volunteer firefighters. We desperately need career firefighters right now. But I'm not the one to ask about that, especially as a volunteer. Like, there was a guy at work when I just started working to the county. I had just got out of I just got out of, out of out of my department, and he was joining a department. And he asked me because he'd heard that I was you know I did 15 years, and he asked me about it, and I told you, and I and I and this is verbatim what I told him I was like, do you ever plan on doing this as a career, 
Like, do you ever see yourself? Like, are you going to leave the county? Are you going to go to rookie school? And are you going to be a fireman? Is that you're going to be your career? He said, no. And I said, then don't fucking do it. Because the fire service is going to take from you more than it's ever going to fucking give you. Because that was my outlook. That was my attitude. That was, I didn't have anything positive to say about that. And you had lived that, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've lived it. And it's not the people. It's not the people in my department. Because the people in my department legitimately saved my fucking life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, legitimately yeah. saved my life. Because in 2021, I could tell you exactly what my pistol tastes like. My mm-hmm. nine millimeter, my Taurus nine millimeter. I can tell you exactly what that motherfucker tastes like. Yeah, because I almost ate a bullet, and I came home and told my then wife what I'd almost done. And the whole conversation we had was, "Well, don't do that." And that was it. That was the end of it, right there. Granted, she had eat. She had eaten a metric ass ton worth of shit that I put her through Mm -hmm. because again, I wasn't a good husband. I did not handle my problems really at all. Like I didn't do anything I was supposed to do with them. Yeah. I bottled it up and I took it out on every fucking body else in my life. Everybody. I Mm -hmm. pushed away so many people in my life, even to the point where I started to push my kids away Yeah, because I knew what I wanted to do and what I wanted to do was die. And I didn't want them to be attached, which was fucking egotistical and dumb of me to think this, that I didn't want my kids to be attached to me when I fucking blew my brains out. They were just yeah. going like, ah, well, my dad's dead. You know, that was because yeah. I wasn't thinking about the impact that I was going to have on them or what their mother was going to have to explain to them. Yeah. How she was going to have to explain. It. I was like, well, why is daddy not here anymore? Did daddy mm-hmm. not love us? Yeah. You know, this is this, me as an overthinker. These are the things that I go through. Yeah. And all this other kind of negative hate. Like, dude, I was so even still now to this day with all the things that I've tried to do to expound all these things. There's more hate and anger and just negative, awful shit that floats around in my brain than there ever is anything positive. Like when I get the chance to just shut my brain off, I shut it off. Yeah. That's not thinking anything good. That's not thinking anything bad. That's not thinking about anything other than fucking breathe in, breathe out. Yeah, you need that moment of silence in your head to to literally pull yourself into reality. I don't get that very often. Yeah, at all. It's one of the reasons yeah. why I do ice baths. Yes, which which is one which is is good for you to have gone through what you went through and still decided that and and you even though you had you know you know there was help out there, there's options, whatever, but you still found it in your mind that you still needed to be here for them, and that's awesome. Yeah, like that—that that you were still able to find it in your mind, having all that go through it. That you're worth more here for them than you would be have gone. Yeah. So hey, that's I, uh that's jam up, my brother. Well, like I said, it's just I um I I wish I could appreciate it, but I don't. Yeah, I really don't, and I should. I absolutely should. I don't, I, bro. I'm just. I'm telling you, that's why I've kept quiet on this because I just, I, I don't care. I don't care about anything right now, that's, including my own life. That's okay, though. Mm-hmm. I just I, don't. I would rather you talk about it than bottle it up. Yeah. Because you're, you're hurting yourself worse holding it in than at least trying to share it. It all hurts, dude. It doesn't matter. In or out, it hurts. Okay. Doesn't I, matter. Yeah. But I'd rather you, it takes a community to raise a community, right? Yeah. It doesn't take one person to build a community. They start it, sure, but when you have that community that wants you around, don't hold that shit in, dude. I'm it's, here. I've told you, I'm here every day. This is why I didn't want to do this. That's okay. 
You act like us as grown ass yeah. men haven't cried either. Yeah. We didn't have to fucking say it. I don't give a fuck. <sighs> yeah. Dude, I've I've had my fair share of breakdowns. I I haven't, which is probably part of my problem. I I had I had a good one. I had a solid one to start my divorce. Yeah. I it was something I didn't want. I was very vocal that I didn't want it, but it's what the other side uh, of the situation wanted, and I gave it. And I gave it lovingly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you're a better man than I am. Yeah, but that's not what I'm getting at. Well, I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm just saying, just reminding you and everybody else of how much better of a person that you were during that situation. Because if my situation had been like, if vice versa, like if it had been me in the situation in your position and her in the situation, like no kids, no, none of that stuff. I know, man, you handled that so much better than I would have. Well, you do have better cankles than all of us. <clears throat> I would have. It, there, nothing positive would have been would have come from that. The way that that would, would if it had been me, the way what it would have went down, bro. Well, I would be labeled rightly so as the biggest fucking shitbag that ever existed. In her opinion. Well, That's exactly how it would have went down, and I'd have told her to fuck off to my to her face. In light of that situation, the way the way it went down, yeah. If it had been me, mm-hmm. I'd have fucking smoked her. I'd have burned her bad. The way she burned. But again, me, the where I've, mm-hmm. what's pushed me, and where I've been, yeah. mm-hmm. that point, that's. That's what I felt. That's why, bro, I'm telling you, this is why you're a better person than I am. I constantly say to surround yourself by people that are better than you. I fucking live with him. Yeah. That's, this is it right here. This is, you know, this is one of the, this is the best fucking friend I have in the entire universe, right? And that's what you need. That guy right there. Yeah. Because he's better than me and he holds me to my shit. They hold you accountable. Right now. They hold you to it. I don't want to talk about this shit. I absolutely do not want to talk about it. I want to bottle it up and fucking bury it and never have to discuss this shit ever again. Because I have, like I said, it's all hate. It's all whatever. Love doesn't exist. Relationships are bullshit. Love is bullshit. It's all fucking horseshit, in my opinion. That's not fair. That's not fair to anybody. But I don't care. I absolutely don't care. And again, not one bit. Again, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Everybody has the way they feel about their things. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've said it before. I don't agree with it. But that's just because... My my mind works different than yours. Vastly. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I understand that what happened to me wasn't my fault. There's things I could have done better. Yes, I will say, and I have said, I could have done things better. But at the end of the day, it takes a whole other side of, to want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. And when that side decides to no longer be part of it, well, you got to let them go. You got to do it with love. Because if you do it out of hate, it's just going to make a bad situation worse. Yes, it does. Well, and that's why it was you that went through it, not me, bro. Well, because I'd have made it worse. I'd have made it worse in every way you could have made it worse. And I wouldn't have gave two shits about it. That's all right, man. Hey, there's people that do that every day. Mm-hmm. And there's people that hire people to make it even worse for them. Yeah. I think, like, I've I've tried to get people to believe me when I tell them that I am, I'm a cold motherfucker. I am. I won't let you ride that train. Oh yeah, I, uh, yeah. Choo choo. 
I refuse. Chugga, 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 choo, choo. Here it comes. Oh, airplane. Yeah. yeah. Like the old Cool's Light commercials. Yeah. Like of just a train, like a frosty train coming through. That's yeah. my, that's me. And that's fine. That's, that is your thought process and you are very much allowed to have that. Me, as one of your best friends, not going to let you live that. Just not. But then again, that's also my personality. I kind of don't want anybody in that mindset. Well, here we are. Yeah, I know. I don't love the shit out of you every day. I love you too. Yeah. But regardless though, you have the community, you have the friends, you have the family, you have the friends that you've made your family. Anybody who gives a shit about someone they care about will never in their life find them as a burden. No yeah. matter what the situation is, no Absolutely. matter what they're saying. All day. Absolutely. And, Agreed. Like, I, I agree just, with that. And say, I just met you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I know very little of you, but if you had a problem and, and you couldn't get a hold of anybody and I'm the kind of last resort, please yeah, get a hold I'll, of me and, any and which way you can. That is why I, I feel, I'm telling you, it's, it's wild because, and, and Josh, can you attest to this, is the strongman community is like tight as hell. Absolutely. The, it's, a, it's a love like you don't have any clue about until you actually view it. The only the only comparison I have to the strongman community is the fire service. Yeah. That's all I got to compare it to. Because there were people walking in that department and in other departments I was ready to die for. Yeah. 100% I was ready to die. Mm-hmm. Without a second thought, without any kind of anything, if that was what was asked of me, I was ready to do it. There's a couple people that are, I'm out. I've been out two years. There's a couple people that I'm still that way for. Yeah. And they know who they. I hope they know who they are. I, I'm pretty sure that that select group knows exactly mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah, I would hope so. I feel like I could name probably ten of them. Uh, you'd be way overshooting it because it wasn't ten when I was in. <laughs> A lot. You're way okay. overshooting it. I could probably say five solid five. With yeah, a, with five babies. Because there was one of these people that is on my list. He had a very, very different outlook on that. You know who you know who I'm talking about. I'm just not gonna say his name. He's been on here. Mm-hmm. Um, he was openly ready to trust everybody. Yeah, but that's great. If that was what helped him do the job, yeah, that's fine. It was not a secret mm-hmm. that my trust was not given. Yeah, that's no, especially. When one of these people that thought they had it left another firefighter in a house, left him, and then was saying something to me about that, he did not like the answer that I gave him at all. He also did not like it when I told him that I thought he should have never been a firefighter. Mm-hmm. After that moment, after that moment, yeah, I told him that to his face. He probably deserved it. Yeah. He did. I mean, he That's, deserved every bit of it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like, there's there's a reason why it's called reprimanding. Well, I wasn't in a position to reprimand at the time. Doesn't matter if, if his colleagues, if his friends. I don't give a shit what level you are on. If yeah. we're if we're at the bottom, at the top, and the middle, I do not care. If yeah. I see something wrong that someone's doing wrong, call the and shit it could out. Get people hurt or killed. I don't care if you're ten levels above me because I've done it before. I told people that also who get paid ten times more than I got paid that they were fucking horrible at their job. Yep. That they didn't they didn't train their their guys to do their job very well. When they did train them, it was like, hey, go figure it out. I'll come look. Oh, looks like shit. Cut it out. Do it again. Mm-hmm. Not fucking show them how to do the job. 
Like if you're their supervisor, if you're their foreman and you have that opportunity because you have that kind of knowledge, fucking show them. You're going to be fired up again about this. I'm not trying to get you fired up. But I'm no, just no, saying. It's just, it's, it happened when Daniel was in here the last time. Yeah. Um, about getting fired up over that. Because like I said, he left the dude in the house. Mm. Left him. Yeah. Didn't say nothing to nobody. But the whole point of what I'm getting at is colleague to colleague at any level I do not care where you are. I can be 10 above you. I can be 10 below you. I can be on the same level. If mm. I do something wrong, I deserve to get chewed out. If you do something wrong, you deserve to get chewed out. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be by your supervisor. It doesn't have to be by your foreman. It doesn't have to be by the owner of the company. It could be colleague to colleague. If you do something wrong, you deserve to have that reprimand. Mm-hmm. If you do something right, you deserve to have that praise. Yeah. Like, praise in public, reprimand in private. private. Mm-hmm. So now I will say, and that was also partially the issue there, because uh, it was not just me and him when we had the conversation. Yeah. Now I w- I will say that there has been times where people that do something wrong or right have that moment where it's in the public space where it kind of needs to be addressed in public so everybody else understands just the severity of the issue. Mm. You don't have to single anything out. You single out the you single out the situation. You don't single out the person. I, well, I would also add to that that once you have discussed that whatever the issue was with the person in private, I would have an additional discussion with that person saying, "I am going to use you as an example. I may not use you specifically, but if I do, I want you to be prepared for that." Yeah. But your situation will be used as an example. Good or bad. Yes. It's that's just how, how, in my opinion, that's that is a leadership thing that, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. praise in public. This is what so and so did. Mm -hmm. This is why we're, this is why we're recognizing what so and so did. Yeah. Reprimand in private. Now, a way that, you know, gossip works, everybody's going to fucking know about it anyway, for the most part. It's mm-hmm. gonna get around. The wrong person's gonna hear it, and then they're gonna fucking tell everybody that works there. Yeah, uh, and then you're gonna have your reprimand, your disciplinary discussion in private, and then you're gonna say everybody is going to hear about this from my perspective, and you're gonna be the example. Yeah, I want you to be aware of that. Yeah, instead of getting out in front of everybody, well, Bob fucked it up for everybody, and this is what he did. No. It's not the way to handle it. No. Has Josh been that person before? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But that was before I got the real leadership exposure that I desperately needed. Yeah. Not to say that I had bad leaders around me, because I mm. certainly did not. I wasn't I, I wasn't reciprocating their leadership. I wasn't I wasn't absorbing it and doing what I should have been doing with that knowledge. Mm. I was I was big dick in it thinking that I was doing the right thing. And then somebody, <coughs> a way cooler head, grabbed me and said, you are awful. And I was like, Ugh. it's like your dad. When your dad tells yeah, you I'm yeah. disappointed in you. That's when it hurts. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that was what brought me back down to where I should have been. And then I started really focusing on leadership and I started focusing on those qualities because I was more and more, I was being put in those positions. So this is why I, I was letting you talk. Cause once I start, I don't fucking shut up. That's fine though. No, it's good. Uh, 
you act like that's a problem and it's not it's really mm. not dude like i know where i fit in in this i get that when we have the conversations and the topics where i can talk obviously i want to talk and i'm i'm happy about it i will gladly talk i'll also gladly listen which is why i do the majority of the time when strongman conversation comes up or other topics that i'm not very knowledgeable about like i'll add a little bit of information that i'm pretty positive i'm correct on but i'll gladly listen i yeah. have no i have no issues just sitting here listening to conversations i can't remember who it was it was a critique that i got uh a couple of weeks ago that um usually i'm the one that talks i'm the only one that talks so i've been kind of self-conscious about it you shouldn't be no you you were scheduling people that you have the common interest with I'm just kind of the, the guy who's like, hey, man, I'm going to add some color commentary. I'm okay with this. Well, I've also lately been scheduling people outside of our community. That's fine. Because you're, you're, this, bro, at this point, you're part of the strongman community. Like you're in, you're, yeah. you're, you're part of this. I'm a, I'm a voice. Yeah. I can, I'll go with, I'm a, I'm a voice. Other than that, I'm, I'm just another dude that will gladly stand in the corner and I'll just watch you do your thing. I may bring a sign that says "Go Team." Well, you're you're becoming more and more a part of it, and if we actually get to do the things we've discussed doing at Red Brick, you will very certainly be a part of it. And I hope that we can we can do some of those things, if not all of those things, because it's going to be so awesome if we can. I really, I really do wish you could go up there. It'd be because if you're if you're not competing, uh, I could actually use some help with some stuff I want to do. Because you you should know the majority yeah. of people. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Well, you know, you've, you've well, how much time have you spent with in the North Mississippi area? I mean, I'm I'm I know a lot of the people. Well, who, I'm not saying you, you know, don't, but you know, just, yeah. I mean, I, I've been up and around that area. You okay, know? Yeah. it's they're great people. The, this yeah. that all that up there. You know, you've got Tab Hathaway and you've got Cam Hathaway and his mm-hmm. wife, and of course the fucking royalty with Daniel and Aaron. Mm-hmm. They're just. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. Um, Zach and Memory Roundsville, they are mm-hmm. both amazing, wonderful people. They're mm-hmm. uh they're they're just they're both of them are just absolutely jam up and they're one of the best they're one of the best relationship team like Daniel and Aaron, mm-hmm. you know, this Zach and Memory are are on the same level with that nice. in my opinion. Nice. Um <clears throat> and you've got uh Anyway, a lot of great people up there. My, just, I'm just, I'm just fried mentally and That's physically okay. and emotionally. I'm just, I'm cooked, bro. Well, this is my view of me in this particular as, uh, aspect of the strongman community. I don't work out yet. It, yeah, I don't work out. I've never been to a competition yet. I do get to go and talk to people, and I'm glad that I get that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I'm also a dude that will support you, whether if I know you for five minutes or five years, doesn't matter. I will be your hype guy. I'll be the dude who will just act a fool so you will have someone in your corner. I do not care what people think. When I'm in the mindset of supporting my friends, I will burn the world to make sure that they know I will support them. My best friend lives in, or he lives in Smith Station. I'm, 99.999% sure that he knows if he called me to go to war to do anything. Well, love everybody, but I'm heading north. Yeah. Got to go. And so I want people to know that just because this is the particular position I think I'm in, I'm a voice, but I'll gladly support all of you. Mm-hmm. I will I will not knock anyone. I don't have that in me per se. Um 
I can I'll I'll tell you if I think something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, hey dude, hey lady, what you're doing is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Take a step back, reassess. Which which is needed. Yeah. Because you, you do find, you know, certain situations in, in, in strongman competitions where you, you may find one or two heads out there that are like, Well man, everybody here is pretty like you need to calm down. Yeah, you you're a little much, you know. Like be much during your event. Yes. Yeah. But when you're outside of your event, if it's, yeah. if you're not doing anything positive to help the situation. Yeah. Go outside, take your five, ten minutes, come back in. Yeah. Let's not let's, let's rethink about this. Right. For sure. So I I enjoy the conversations that I've had with the people. I, I'm looking forward to meeting an insane amount of people that I've mm. gotten to talk to um over the computer or you know, over, well, yeah, over the computer because we do the, mm. the distance ones. Um some of the people that I've talked to through Instagram this reached out. Mm. Like, I'm looking forward to meeting these people. Yeah. I, I am ecstatic to go to Red Brick. Yeah. Like I am I am actively looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. So if anybody would like to talk to me, please come talk to me. I would love to meet you. Mm-hmm. If you just kind of want to say, hey, this is who I am. I'm going about your day. Down for that, too. But most importantly, at the start of the day, at the end of the day, I will support you. I will support the community. I will support, I will support the sport in general, because I've I've learned through Josh and the conversations that he's had with people here. Mm. Yeah, y'all are insanely tight. Y'all are insanely yeah. inseparable, and that's a good thing because in other sports that I participated in, it is not like that. Yeah. You have people that are very vocal about being out on their own, like they are the I player in team. You, there's not an I in team, but there's an asshole in the A, and you are that asshole. I'm telling you, bro. I um, <clears throat> this is one of the few sports, and you can absolutely attest to this, where you will cheer for your competitor. Yeah, mm-hmm. all that, which is which is wild for people who don't know the sport and who are like there and spectating. They're like, "Why are you out there telling me to do more?" Because this is part of it. He's yeah. doing it with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, Dakota it's, Major. It's that, it's that level of respect, that level of he, he he's a brother in the community. I've got to pull for him. Dakota Major, shout out to the strongest catfish. Uh, he's uh, he's an testament to that. Alabama. Uh, we are, let's see, what mark are we at right here so I can tell him? Oh, God damn, we're almost at three hours. Mm-hmm. 2.57. Um. <clears throat> Hey, I can attest to that because I was deadlifting and he was next after me and he is yelling, keep going. I'm next. Make it worth it. Just, you know, he's all of this stuff like, hey, I'm coming next. Don't stop. Like, just keep going. But, but, but then my body was like, hey, you definitely need to stop. Yeah. It's one of those, <clears throat> I'll push you so you push me kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's needed in life. Very much so. Is needed in competition. It's just needed in life. Mm-hmm. Up and coming strongman, uh, him and his twin brother are both active competitors. Um, they're they're great. They're I I, I wish the world for them because they're both just wonderful, wonderful people. Just part of that North Mississippi group. <clears throat> great. Yeah, you'll meet you'll. They will be uh, two of them that you meet at Red Brick. Him and those two, and Dakota and Daniel and um. 
you know, Brad's probably going to be there. Brad Williams will probably be there. The comedian? No. I, I, ironic coincidence. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I know. I get it. I would have done it too. <laughs> yeah, he's only knee high to the grasshopper. <clears throat> yeah. Literally. Indubitably. Um, you'll meet him. You'll, you know, you'll actually get to meet Zach in person. You get to meet his wife. Okay. And uh, uh, if you're listening, Mr. Roundsville, um, or Daniel or Aaron, we need more red brick brownies. Also, I need to make sure I do my uh, due diligence for Zach. I haven't done it yet. What? The the sponsorship stuff. I've completely forgot about it. I thought we gave him money already. No, that was to Stanley. I already donated for Stanley. Yeah, I have I have the other stuff pulled up. Oh you oh yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah. we talk okay yeah 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 I was, I've been taking care of the other stuff for yeah, us. yeah yeah I got you I, I kind of put the the donation on the back burners I was getting mm. our stuff taken yeah, care well, of yeah well shout out Stanley Wright yes he's putting on a uh, a competition strongest teen in Mighty Midgets something like that uh, Titan Teens and Mighty Midgets two yeah yep. kid competition went very well last year it's gonna go very well this year I remember seeing the the one last year i was like that's pretty good it was kids only you know yeah, yeah. i need and, I, I mean, to ask my kids if they want to compete yeah. i forgot that i forgot also, all about that i have forgotten that we have not sh- we didn't shout him out last episode well shout out stanley Wright. yep stanley Wright and the uh west alabama group is putting it on i believe i think west so alabama yeah, strong west, man. Alabama yeah, strong man. So yeah. west alabama strong man's put on that competition june 3rd i think it is is uh, it it's either first or third mm. are we going to that uh, I don't think we couldn't, but I ha- we have we have not talked about going. We have not. I just kind of thought of it. I mean, we could go take pictures and stuff like that. But I mean, if we're gonna sponsor. We mean we, we can go do the thing. Hmm? I'll hit I'll hit up Stanley just to see if you would. Yeah, mind. reach out, see what he says. You know, because yeah. what we discussed with doing with Zach, <clears throat> I think it'd be pretty cool because we're we're kind of going like I'm going as. Because I already signed up to compete, but I can't compete. This is not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm going as in a kind of a volunteer capacity, I believe. Yeah. But we are going the from pod, the podcast is going. The, the podcast is going as kind of like maybe a color commentator kind of thing, yeah. athlete interview kind of thing, just media in general. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to have a photographer there. Yeah, he's going to have a professional photographer there. They yeah. got some absolutely spectacular pictures last year mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> of um, the the Denny Hold. was some of the best pictures that we got during the Denny Hold. You see me and two other guys, including Dakota, mm-hmm. standing there screaming in another man's face not to drop. I was I had just done it, so I'm still like I'm I'm only wearing one shoe in the picture because I was taking my knee sleeves off and all that kind of stuff. And then I get up and I see him. I wanna say his name is Daniel Boyington, but I don't think I'm right. Or no, Will. His name is Will. Okay. Yes. Will P, because I don't remember your last I'm very sorry, Will. I don't remember your last name. Anyway. <clears throat> Like, I'll have to find that picture and show it to you. It's one of my absolute favorite pictures I've ever been a part of. Because we're all standing there just screaming in his face. And he's screaming back at us. Like, he's just, like he looks back and forth across all of us while he's doing the Denny Hold. Like I said, I'm standing there with one shoe. Dakota's standing there. He's screaming at the top of his lungs. And there's another guy standing there just, you know, hooping and hollering at him. It's so awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So awesome. Denny Hold's going to be a signature at the Alabama Strongest Man this year. I can tell you. Have you done a Denny Hold? Have you done Denny's? Uh, not at a competition. Pretty fucking terrible. Oh, I, I, yeah, I've tried <laughs> it. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Yeah. Hook grip. Anybody training for that, go ahead and start working on your hook grip now. Yeah. Because that's about the best way you can do it with those little bitty ass handles that, oh, God, it hurts so bad. Not a good yeah. way to do it. Yeah, it's like Denny Ring holds there, you know, split stance. He hadn't released the weights yet, but it's one of them. Yeah, it's going to suck. Yeah. That's, that's fine. Yeah, but Chris Embrace later. the suck. Embrace the suck. It's Chris later. That was we, one of your patches. Indeed. Very much. You got a time limit you need to get out of here by? Or? No. No? Uh, no? I asked that before. He said, oh, we're good. We're good. You trying to beat Andrew's time? Not not setting it out. I don't want to overshadow my husband, you know? Mm. I actually care about him. Yeah, he's not trying to be a third wheel in his marriage. Yeah. Are we doing this again? I yeah, thought we were past this. Yeah. I don't know. It made you laugh. Yeah. <laughs> made you red in the face and got you so flustered. It was hot. <laughs> it's still hot. It was hot thinking about the the relationship itself, or just you. I don't have to tell you. Oh, okay. I, mean. <laughs> I think I think what made him really really yeah. flustered is whenever he got uh got the picture of the blanket in his head. He's like, I don't cuddle these two men under this blanket. <laughs> <laughs> these two. Almost, you know, one of them being over 300 pounds, the other just under. He doesn't mind. No. But the most important thing out of the entirety of that whole debacle that decided to snowball, um, the community that you surround yourself with is very important. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Make sure you have good people in good places and that are willing to truly be there for you. That's... That's the hardest thing to find these days. Yes, because a lot of people will disguise it. A lot of yes. people will say they are. They're really not. The The lesson I've learned, because I, I describe myself as good people. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am. I've worked really hard to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever you say a name, it could be your name. It could be somebody else's name. When you have a group of 10 people, 20 people, 100 people, whatever, you say one name and they all collectively say that person's good people. That's kind of a good vetting process. Yeah. Now, if you say that in a group of say 20, 50, 100 people, and then you're kind of, you get mixed reviews. Yeah. All right. Well then something needs to become up. Yeah. You you need to hold that person at a distance. Mm -hmm. If you say another name and one out of the hundred say, Oh, that's good people. And the other 99 Mm -hmm. are like, "Mm -mm." well then something's obviously has happened. Yeah. And that when you're in a, when you're such a tight knit community, that should hold, that should hold a good amount of value to you Mm -hmm. so if you if you have to if you have to ask people if you're good people that's the problem right there that's that's when you that's when you should realize like okay if i'm having to ask people if i'm a good person yeah um something may be wrong yeah that that's a that's a sign that maybe maybe look at yourself in the mirror and now i know people that that didn't hide that at all, Mister. I'm getting a brownie. No. Oh, by the way, would you like a brownie? Oh no, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Told you I had that sweet Chinese buffet today. I I know, but it's been a few hours since. Yeah, I know. I'm just you know we're good. Plus, those brownies are actually really good. Our now, number one, now I do want a brownie. Our number one fan made uh, slutty brownies, but the ones that's in that container are they're not they're hooker brownies. They're not slutty brownies. Okay. Not, yeah, not they don't. They don't have the Oreo crumble on top like the other ones did. 
<laughs> I like real, your subtle opening. Huh. Real fancy. Real fancy and real discreet about it. I'm good. Yep. Our number That's one nice. fan made that. Uh, she said, y'all want brownies? And we're like, yeah. So she brought over sledge brownies. And then I think I made a comment about the other half of the slutty brownies that we can't get out of the pan because they're baked to the pan. Nice, nice. So she's like, do you want non-stuck brownies? And we're like, obviously. Yeah, yeah we, we would prefer the non-stuck. Have you met us? We're fat bitches. Yes, <laughs> yes. We are not scared of our love handles. We know they're going to be used, and we appreciate it. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, but no, man, it's just... Like I, the whole cold motherfucker thing that he yeah yeah it's like you can feel that about yourself sure I'm yeah. not going to support it we're not going to support that that's not what friends do yeah like if you're thinking negative I want I want to tell you positive mm-hmm. if you're thinking positive I'm going to overflow your life with more positive yeah so that's how you have to be yeah but you, your your mentality with the cold thinking you're cold is going to eat at you mm-hmm. that that. That darkness, that that hatred, will eat at you. Yeah, and will will alter your mindset to certain points. And now, I'm not saying you can't have that darkness and you can't have that cold. Yeah, but you can do you you can control it. Yeah, and all the things. So for that short little time frame, Josh was not sitting here. But the things that we've that we just said, I said to you before about you being cold. You think you're a cold motherfucker? I don't. I am. Yeah, well, I, know, I don't allow that, and you know that. You know that I'm going to overflow your life with positivity, and then when you are positive about yourself, I overflow that even more. I've said these things to your face, and I'll continue to say that. That that You'll hear it. You'll roll it back. Don't be a bitch, says your patch. Was this more painful, or the fact that you realized that your husband didn't know he was in a relationship with you? And he didn't want to rub your cankles. And he, yes. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, man, it's just man and woman alike. Find your people, work on your people, because if you work on them, they should work on you. Yes. As as the saying goes, I, iron sharpen iron. Yes. But you also got to have the willing the willing people to sharpen the iron. Yeah. Because you can you can have the blades, you can have it, you can have it all in the area. But if they don't want to work with you, well, you're going to be one dull son of a bitch. Yeah. What you giggling at, sir? Um, I heard the giggles. Well, yeah. What were you giggling at? Giggle worse. What was you giggling at? It was immature. It was Family Guy. Okay. Um, you know, you know, me doing unsubtle coughs, opening the brownies, and thinking about Peter Griffin coughing to try to cover up farts. <laughs> all right i'll give you that one yeah also when he's over exaggerating his pain when he hits his knee all those but as as being a person with constant knee problems i do feel i do feel his pain yeah uh, but when the, the ethiopian does and it's like <laughs> no you haven't seen that uh-uh. oh, oh bro <laughs> he's like <laughs> that's all it is yeah. no I have not heard that one yes. Yes. okay I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can YouTube it later 
One of my another one of my favorite Family Guy clips is uh, Michael McDonald during allergy season. <laughs> it's only ten seconds. It's a okay. short little clip on YouTube. All right, well I'll look that one up too. <laughs> no, I'm going to play it right now because <laughs> okay. I want to laugh. Oh, okay. I need a laugh. I need a chuckle. I need a guffaw. Let's see. <clears throat> also, if uh, if you're a fan of Tim Wilson, the comedian, mm-hmm. he has a song out called Michael McDonald Had a Farm. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. You should listen to it. Thank you, Cody Weaver, for uh, uh, exposing me to that one. <clears throat> uh, let me see here, family guy. There it is. There it is. Excuse me. It's 13 seconds. Oh boy! No, there's there's an ah, there's an ad. It's so loud. Fucking Priceline. We now return time. to Michael McDonald during allergy season. <laughs> oh boy uh, we, we are so simple creatures man yes yes <laughs> now, that's that's mm, that hits Chef, the spot just kiss mm, superb it hits the spot <laughs> oh boy that. i think i was having a heart attack there for a second because i hurt in my right armpit he I thought this you was said it. it happens on the left. Yeah, commonly. It's not to say that it doesn't ever happen on the right. That's fair. Does that mean I get to do the, uh, the the old chest thump? No, I want to do that to somebody. I don't want to have that happen to me. Yeah, but I'm like one of the best friends. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like I should get a pass for well, that. Well, I'm not going to tell you not to do it, but I'm just going to be uh, upset that the first cardiac thump I ever see was on me. I, just remember, if you thump somebody and they fall over... The job's only half over. Because then you got to start doing compressions. I mean, I'm not scared of a mouth kick you. Man, if I'm dying. Please. <laughs> go go right ahead. I mean, yeah. if I need to, I'll get Bonnie to come lick you for support. Nope. Yes. We don't need that. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's going to lick your toe. Absolutely. Nope. <laughs> not worried about a dog while I'm dying. I mean, I'll be doing I'll be doing the compressions. Bonnie's just gonna be there for more support. Mm-hmm. My, dog, my 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 dog finds herself in the ranking sometimes higher than my children. In her ranking, in, in the general rankings of overall, who's gonna get my love and attention? Who I care to be there at any given time? Sometimes my 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 chocolate lab Harley she'll she'll show up and she'll she'll surpass maybe one of my other kids because maybe one of my kids does something like be a little shit and. He or she will drop below the dog for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I had to remind one of my children not long ago, like, I will never stop loving you. Like, I am always going to love you with all of my heart. I'm going to do what I can for you in this life. I'm always going to love you. But I'm not always going to fucking like you. Yes. I have to remind my mind. It's like, hey, 
you guys sleep in that room. The dog does get in the bed with me, just to let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's I like right. her enough that she, she sleeps with me. When you guys come in, I always let a deep sigh and a, <sighs> go back to your room. Yeah. Yep. Go back to your room. I don't tell the dog to get out. Just That's remember right. that. That's the, right. The dog stays. The dog stays. The dog doesn't disappoint me. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Hopefully I wasn't bringing the thing down earlier. I wasn't. Wasn't trying to. No, no. <clears throat> I feel like you had topic points though, and we like what just good conversation has derailed us from topic points. What are you talking about? Fun fact: yeah. we never have topic points. Oh, no, it's, see, that's great. It's it is rare that we have actual discussion, like bullet points. Yeah. There's been a few people that have come on that I've asked for information prior to. And so the, the couple of episodes that, that I've heard that made me feel that way was is like, okay, they had to have a, a kind of an ironed out plan of what we're going to attack here. But no, the, the, I feel like the open conversation is good. Yeah. So for sure. For us, just Josh and I, I think we've had three episodes total where we've had topic points. That was men's mental health. Uh, what are you shaking your head at? We have more than that. That was just us with oh, topic. Us, us, you not, and I, not, not, not. Our oh guests. yeah, no, you just, and I. Sorry, I didn't hear that part. Continue. I apologize. Yeah, like the men's mental health, we had topic points we wanted to discuss. Uh, ruffling feathers. Mm-hmm. We really, we had a lot. We had a lot to say. And then the third one, more often than not. Kind of lump all these together. At least I do. Anytime we talk to John Stewart, mm. we we try to have topic points because he can he just is. rattle off information. But when it when it really boils down to just us two having topics, it's been the men's mental health and when we decide to ruffle feathers. Mm. And the ones on the episode eleven were necessary. And then when we did the ruffling feathers, that was just a very good episode. It was. It was very good. So. But anyways, yeah, the the whole basis of this, like when when he kept wearing me down and wearing me down and and pestering me about doing this, it was never, hey, we're gonna have a plan of attack when we do this. We're we're gonna have topics, we're gonna have bullet points. It was never that. It was mm-hmm. we're gonna fire up the laptop, we have microphones, we're gonna figure it out. And what's worked best for us is whatever comes to mind comes to mind. Yeah. Yeah, we let it. We talk to who we want to talk to, and we talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. how it goes. The only thing we ask is not to drop a hard R. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. don't um, don't that, get us canceled. Yeah, <laughs> like make make your jokes. Yeah, but just don't don't be that bad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of how me and uh, me and my dad <clears throat> went for my starting the seafood business, like we did, and buying a shrimp boat. He was like, "Hey, we'll just we're gonna learn at this as we go." And it's been great because luckily he's got 40 plus years of knowledge and I'm running the business side of it there. Him and my, you know, they just go out and get it. But my dad is, uh, he's, he's jam up. He's, he and I, it's weird. He's, we don't really have a father son relationship It's because he wasn't there. We got, you know, divorced parents, mm-hmm. um, 11 years old. My mom, she's, she put me out. She, she, she decided, Hey, I don't want you anymore. We're not going to, you're not going to live here anymore. So out I went, she called my dad he showed up, grabbed me, uh, went on about business there, and uh, went and lived with my grandparents, who were 
truthfully and honestly, shouldn't have been taken care of me just because they were older, you know, in their situation there. My grandpa, World War II veteran, you know, old school mentality, just, you know, and he gave me a hard lesson that day going home. I was 11 years old. I never forget it. He said, you think today's bad? He said, tomorrow's still going to come, whether you like it or not. I was 11 years old, and he told me that, and he said, you can roll with it. He said, I know that's your mama. He said, it's going to be the only one you got. He said, you might be mad at her now. He said, but it, just remember. He said, you, you you may never speak to her again. You can do whatever. He said, well, that is the only one you got. Just know that. Just that old Great Depression era, just that was the thing, you know. I mean, like, but those words he told me of, hey, you think today's bad. Tomorrow's still going to come, whether you like it or not. And and I and I've lived that motto, and I, and that's kind of helped me in ways too. But me and my and, and you know my dad, given the circumstance situation, love him to death, you know. But he's former cocaine addict, you know, partying in the eighties, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll was his lifestyle. Yeah, look at that. Then he had a kid. Axel Rose. Then he then he had a kid, and it's like, huh? My mom gave him the ultimatums, like, hey, it's either me and the kid or cocaine. So he gave up cocaine. And uh, boy, what a day that was! Whew, he said it was hard, but <laughs> <laughs> he said it was tough. But, At least he uh, was honest. Yeah, I mean, hey, he, he didn't sugarcoat it. He's like, I had to think about it. I'm not gonna lie, you know, <laughs> it was a tough one. But you know, but it's crazy because I got through to him at eleven, and uh, it was like a working offshore the way he did. When I would go over there for my weekend, you know, splits with him and stuff, he may or may not been there because he may have been at work, and it didn't mm-hmm. matter. As you're gonna go to your grandparents' house, um, so yeah, kind of started developing a relationship with my dad when I'm hey entering my teenage years. You know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> well, we're gonna have some fun, and basically, he was all like, "I'm gonna let you do you. You fall on your ass, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you fall, mm-hmm. but I'll come help you up, get you back going. But I'm not gonna." And we've had that same relationship. And like I say, it's weird because now I get to see him as a granddad. And it's like, you're an ex-cocaine head. That my, I mean, hell, my first stepmom was a stripper. So, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I, I got to kind of live some wild, because he was still living a little bit of a wild life. Not cocaine wild, but wild. You know what I mean? And then my stepmom I have now, love her to death. She's great. She is, she just turned 33. What? Yeah, you heard me. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's awesome. She's awesome. And love her, love her to death. She's great. She's good. She, she, she might, no, she just turned 34 in January. I'm sorry. 34. Um, my dad is almost 60, 59. Absolutely not. <laughs> and, um, Everyone, yeah. how old are you again? I'm 32, fixing to be 33. Yeah. Well, you'll have something in common. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my step, <laughs> the same age as my stepmom. Uh, Did y'all go to school together? No, she's not from around here. So. <laughs> that would have been so weird. Oh, dude. God. Yes. If you had said that, if you. Oh, bro, boy. Yeah, I'd have been throwing up uh, in here fucking laughing. <laughs> there's that niche. God hey, damn. Hey, stepmom. Yeah. Hey, stepson. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's jammed up. She's good with him. They've. Uh, <laughs> My my she she takes care of me. What are you doing, step bro? <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. So they um it's she she's jam up and uh like I say it's it's funny because it's like, hey, she and I are like close to the same age, so we relate. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, 
what do you think we should do for dad? You know what I mean? It's like, let's make some decisions here. That's not a question I wanted to ask someone like that. No. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Absolutely no. Absolutely yeah. not. So like, I, you're a better man than I. Like I said, I'm, so I'm 35. <laughs> I gave myself a cutoff at 25. Even then, I was like, that might be a bit generous for me. It's like, these, these young kids is nothing relates no well, i'm gonna go ahead and tell you she was 21 when they met and started started dating and my dad found him a younger one and kept her I mean, that's fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah just he, me personally like, yeah he, absolutely not no, he like, decided that hey no 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 good, he, for you, he, good for your dad he said she keeps him young and keep in mind he has had a couple heart attacks from it so Oh Lord! Yeah, I mean, your dad's the coolest guy at the country club. I mean, everybody, yes. er, everybody talks about him. I guarantee you. Yeah, like, look at guy. look at old look at old Lewis over there. Yeah. I tell you. Well, yeah, but yeah, no. It's funny that is his name because he's junior and I'm the third. I put that together because <laughs> yeah. you're you know you're El, you're uh, yeah. you're uh, yeah he's, you're uh, but he's you're, God up, damn it. You okay? He's L cubed. Yeah. I was muted. I was just trying to get it back together. I apologize. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, but no, like, like I said, I'm 35. I think my cutoff now, the youngest, so I could 30, like 29 maybe. Yeah, you got to like, be pushing it on that. Yeah. Like, no, nah, dude. I, I don't remember who I was talking to the other day, but I think I said something about Rugrats. And they are like, what is Rugrats? <sighs> you need to go back to kindergarten. You need to go. Go. Yep, sorry, you got to leave. Go away. Yes. If you don't know Rugrats, Rocco's Modern Life, Ren and Stimpy, obviously you're way too young. There's yes. a great meme that I saw. <clears throat> like, if she doesn't know what the leading tower of Cheetza is, she's too young, bro. <sighs> she doesn't know what that is. She's not the one for you. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to live my life by that rule. If she doesn't know what the plan is, I'm sorry, but we can't take over the world. <laughs> can't. What? I don't know what you're talking about. Pinky in the brain. I never watched that. Go to your room. Yeah, that's that's Go. sad. Go to your room. Do you have to understand the house that I grew up in? I know. Uh, yeah. You watched Grass Grow. That was your TV. No, I watched Dragon Ball Z. That was later in life. Yeah. No, that was early 90s. I get that, but like that was the only thing you watched. No, I watched a lot of westerns with my pop, old Paul, old dad. Tell you what. Yeah. <laughs> I watched one of my favorite westerns yesterday, as a matter of fact. What'd you watch? Tombstone. Yeah? Tombstone's pretty solid. Ah, goddamn, it's one of my top pretty five. Solid. It's really hard for me to not watch a John Wayne movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Mom, Mom's favorite actor was old john wayne yeah what was his real name marion something marion robert morrison that's mm-hmm. it yep he was born in 1907 he died in 1977 his last movie was called the shooter where he was a retired gunfighter who was dying of cancer while he was legitimately dying of cancer yep what a way to go just being known as a gun shooter and you're and, and you're literally going like what a way that. to go being john fucking wayne right I put that right next to, uh, you know, one of the favorite singers that I have in high regards for, uh, Mr. Harold Lloyd Jenkins. You have no idea who that is, do you? Nope. That's Conway Twitty. 
What? That's his real name. Really? That is his real name. What is it? Harold Lloyd Jenkins? Harold Lloyd Jenkins. Man. And I, as as being at 11 years old, tossed to my grandparents from, you know, that era, uh, you know who the hell Conway Twitty was. What a guy. You know? Who else could get a number one song talking about cheating, wanting to come back? Because yeah. that thing was so good. Yeah. Don't take it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah mm. I mean, Sing to McConway. Yeah. Just to be really named Harold Lloyd Jenkins, you know. Yeah. That's obviously a really good name. Harold Lloyd Jenkins? Yeah. Is it, though? Yeah. It's a, to me, yeah. To me, I mean, I'm, hey, it's a strong... You had, to grow up being, you had to grow up being called Harry Jenkins? I mean... <laughs> I'd, I'd correct him and say it's Harold. Harold. Yeah. You know. I mean... Which one's worse, being called Harry or being called a boy named Sue? Yeah. Life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. Exactly. Thanks. My name is Sue. How do you do? Now you're going to die. Mm. <laughs> One of the best John Wayne things I've ever seen is when he he's uh, in a video and the kid's like, I don't know how to swim. John Wayne's like, chunks you're going to learn today. today. He just picks him up. Yeet. Yeet. Right into the straight water. into the river. <clears throat> and that mom's freaking out. What did you do? Hmm. Teach him. Yeah. Hmm. You're gonna, you got to be tough. You're going to be dumb. Yep. I think you got that backwards. Probably did, but that's fine with me. If you're going to be stupid, you got to be tough. Still makes sense. It, I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah. I, saying, <laughs> I try to put it in a way that people nowadays yeah. would relate. Yeah, Words are hard. Sense. Yeah. They're harder if you're stupid. Yeah. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. A little bit of a Taylor Swift fan over here. Oh, T Swift? I yeah. was a fan of T Swift before she joined the NFL. Fran, uh, <laughs> you were the fan before of the Tay Tay. Before she joined the NFL. You're a fan of the Tay Tay, as, eh. as The Rock would call her. Eh. I don't hate her. I mean, she's got some catchy songs that I'm not, not ashamed to say that I have listened to or even sing along with. I mean, I've heard you belt out some Katy Perry. Yeah. I've heard you belt out some Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson is gaining that reputation of letting other people sing a song, but she's going to sing it better than you. Yeah. There's, well, there's, uh, there's been people that sung her songs better than her. Better though. than her. And Hathaway was one of them, surprisingly. Yes. yes. And Anne Hathaway. Uh, oh, man. Yes, sir. I'm with you. Anne Hathaway <clears throat> is a beautiful lady. Oh, yes, sir. But you're a brunette fan anyhow. But, That's but she checks point. all the boxes. All the boxes. Yes. Mm. I, am, I am a fan of brunettes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's neither here nor there. Just wink, wink, ladies. Hey. No, wink, wink, ladies. Yes. We don't need, I don't need that All kind single of. single ladies. All single ladies. Mm-hmm. No, I don't, I don't kind of need that right now. So. <laughs> I don't know what kind of signal you're sending me, but I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> just, just read just for a slight second. <laughs> oh yes, sir. it may not be needed. Oh, <laughs> oh hold on now. No. I'm, I'm reading. <laughs> You're gonna have to wait. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Ooh, that. Ooh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so good, good for you, sir. <laughs> <Give it here. laughs> 
Uh, oh, boy. Uh, hey. <laughs> oh, shit. That was 17 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Atta boy. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. <laughs> Any losers? You know what? <laughs> you bitches need to back up. <laughs> Pump the brakes. <laughs> my, my man's doing a okay. <laughs> I don't. I, first off, is not. A, is I, I, we, I, I, I. You don't have to justify nothing. You ain't got to justify nothing. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like you don't I have, have to justify. No idea where this is going. Yeah, it ain't going nowhere with any of these other ladies. They're stopping right now. I'm pumping the brakes because I got you, sir. Oh. You are the love of my life. Oh, you're the apple of my eye. You are the honey <laughs> to my bee. You're the ye to my haw. You're my window to the wall. <laughs> till, till the sweat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But who's, yeah. who's balls? <laughs> I win. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we had to clarify that. I'm confused as what my role is now. Well, I mean, the same as if I'm going to wear you as a backpack at night, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be the one that has the issue here. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to, you need to ask your lady. I don't have one per se. That was a that was a strong message that I just read. Couple of strong messages I not, just read. Did you not read what was said though? Just trying to make me laugh is what it was. No, I didn't read that part. Yeah, it was just a joke. I don't think it was. I don't know, but that's not for me to worry about. Uh, for your sake, I hope it's not. I don't know. I don't know either. I feel but like I I'm happy be, for you, buddy. I feel like I shouldn't be talking about this right now. Oh, it's not like we're specifying who it is. I get that, but still, though. Is she going to listen to the show? She has recently, yes. Really? What'd she think? Yep. She didn't like it, did she? Oh no, she laughed real hard when we started talking about Braille. Oh, so she listened to last week's. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Indubitably. She she got a good giggle out of that one. Mm. Uh I do know that her son also approved of it. That's an interesting dynamic. Well, they were listening to it on the way to school. And he he was not enjoying it at all until that particular topic came up. So yeah. We're gonna let the deaf people read in Braille. That's not how that works at all, but it was funny. <laughs> I'm not the one that said that, Emma. Okay. <laughs> no. I I I said I said it wrong and I started listening back to it. I was like, that's not how Braille works at no, all. Not at all. No. They're deaf, not blind. <laughs> and mm. even if they were, people use they can still do ASL in their palms. It, I don't know if you knew that or not. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like people, people that are blind and deaf. They're not reading Braille. They're having uh, ASL translated in their in their hands. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Helen Keller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell, Kel. Yeah. She had a dog that ran away. <laughs> <laughs> you would too if your name was. <laughs> 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 oh, man. 
<laughs> have you seen Josh? You'll get a kick out of this. Please, please tell me you've seen the Family Guy clip of Helen Keller, where she pretended the whole time. <laughs> you gotta look it up. <laughs> She's sitting there talking, to, talking. To <laughs> you, you, you oh, you got to Oh God! Oh, you got Oh, it's so hot. Oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. Oh, oh. You okay? No. <laughs> I'm not okay. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hell getting ready for us. Oh, oh dude. I am, I am on the front of the bus <laughs> leading the way. You. My God. I am hood surfing like a son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I was not prepared. Bro, your delivery. <laughs> oh, God. It was the slight pause. It was the pause. <laughs> and then it was... <laughs> And then for me to follow up with the video. <laughs> she was pretending. <laughs> she said, I've been getting a little bit since I was seven. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I, I, I didn't expect to break you. Bro, I'm going to fucking throw up. Oh, God. Oh, I'm seeing spots, bro. Jesus. <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. Both of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm starting to sweat so bad. Oh, like, I think I need to step outside. Bro, my boobs probably smell like vinegar by now. Jesus. Oh, it's so hot in here. Mm. We Man. need. We, uh. What do we we're need? Out, <sighs> I, we're going to have to pause it. Just, bro. <laughs> it's okay. It's I, all right. I need a minute. <laughs> I can't Man. wait to go back and listen to that. <laughs> Oh God! Oh man! Oh, dude. <laughs> okay. Well, we can man. do sound bites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Man. Oh, I don't. I don't think anybody was going to be prepared for that one. I don't think so. Oh, You're welcome, so. everybody. I just. I hope they found it as funny as us, and they're not driving. Yes. I hope that y'all are okay with ever how horrible the audio got in those few minutes right there because there wasn't a fucking thing we could have done about no. it. No. Oh, oh my God. 
another another joke that I heard. Uh, hold on, hold <laughs> just 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 a minute. Let me get some water. <laughs> uh, oh, Helen Keller. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a few that I, I could say. Uh, I don't think anything's going to top that. It's you can probably, try. It's probably not. You can try. I oh, if you get a hand job by someone who oh. does ASL, is that considered a blowy? Oh, <laughs> if you if you put handcuffs on someone who does sign language, is that taking away their ability to talk? Really? <laughs> I don't have enough blood in my brain to laugh. My autonomic nervous system. Is in autopilot right now. Non-essential functions have been disabled. <laughs> I feel like I could fucking throw up. Nice. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I'm sorry if I broke you. Oh, no. Don't you dare apologize. <laughs> oh, I needed that. Yes. You're so welcome. Oh, my God. You can, you can be big spoon or a little spoon. You tell me, you tell me, bad daddy. Uh, I'm, I'm. I think that might be the time to end it. Then. I think yes. we should shut it down right that there. That was a high note. To <laughs> okay. I don't think anybody's going to top that. Okay, then. <laughs> if you're going to sign off, just remember. <laughs> 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 Jesus, take the wheel. Oh. 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 On that bombshell. Oh, my God. <laughs> For us on the couch, because we don't remember names, dude. No. Oh, God. You know who our sponsors are. We got people you know that like represent. <laughs> Please listen. Please listen to the show. Share, like, subscribe, all the things. For Lewis Nelson, for Jacob Giles, and for all of you beautiful people, if you can't laugh at this show, you need to fucking go see a doctor. Oh, my God. Oh, God. I love you so much. Both of you. I love you both. And on that, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of here. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs>